The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to to the Pat Gray Unleashed program on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat's doing fine. Uh, your prayers worked. Battling back, you just needed another day to uh, you know rest up a little bit. I know. I thought the same thing, but I said, okay, go ahead, take it. And uh, so he should uh, he should be back tomorrow. Uh, back to uh, back to full fighting strength, ready to rock and roll tomorrow. So uh, bless his heart. Uh, 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can also uh, participate in the program by using social media. Uh, you know, the Twitter. Uh, you can hashtag us. With, uh, put that in your pipe using uh, at JeffyMRA, at Pat Unleashed, or at the Blaze Keith. Today is a, is a huge day. In fact, it's, it's, a, it's a day that should actually go down in record. You don't get many days like this yeah. uh, in the world. May 3rd. May 3rd. It's, uh, and, you know, darn the luck. Uh, you know, we're going to have to find some way to celebrate uh, without Pat, but it's uh, National Montana Day. Uh, mm. You know, we must, he must, uh, I bet you he's been interviewed for this particular day before because he's one of the few that made it out of uh, the mean streets alive. So uh, maybe that's why they celebrate the day for the people who actually survived uh. getting out of the mean streets. So maybe it's um, Montana Survival Day? Well, that's, that? that's too long. That's why they just okay. call it National Montana National Day. Montana. It's World Password Day. The yeah, world. Very, world Password Day. Good, strong day. So go ahead and change your password. It's always good to update your password profiles. Yeah, especially if you work with Jeffy. National Lumpy Rug Day. What in the world? National Lumpy Rug Day. Well, really, uh, it's now become a, a way to just try to sweep your cares away, you know, sweep them under the rug and not oh, worry about okay. them. But uh, back in the day, I'm sure it had something to do with, hey, don't worry about taking your rugs outside and hanging them on the line and beating them with the broom to clean them today. Take a break. It's <laughs> National Lumpy Rug Day. Leave the rug lumpy. Nobody wants to think about women beating rugs with a broom anymore on a clothesline but it happens sorry <laughs> national paranormal day oh, oh, oh you nice. can bet they're celebrating that on coast to coast wish art was alive mm-hmm. uh national day of prayer oh yeah very good very strong we many people celebrate that i would guess more people celebrate that than lumpy rug day but possible i could be wrong national garden meditation day <laughs> This is, I mean, May 3rd is a busy day. You're busy celebrating all over the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, And specifically here in the U.S. National Specially Abled Pets Day, which, uh, you know. I can't. Anytime you see a, you know, a dog. Or a Thad Cochran. Or a Thad Cochran pulling up with, you know, two wheels. (laughs) Oh, it's good to celebrate National mm-hmm. Specially Abled Pets Day. National Day of Reason. Okay. It's good. National Textiles Day. I mean, that kind of coincides with Lumpy Rug Day, right? I guess so. Uh, National Chocolate Custard Day. <laughs> Don't look at me, man. And you're still looking at me. <clears throat> National Raspberry Popover Day. And he's looking at me again. 
I see. Very well. I am grateful for the TV monitor, which um, precludes me from having to turn and actually make eye contact with you. I can see that you're looking at me. Did I mention that it was National Chocolate Custard Day? You did. Because usually what happens on those National Food Days is the product is here. Oh, is that what happens on those days? Oh, okay. And I know that, you know, I know you're familiar with uh, how that usually happens, producer. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the producer usually acquires those particular items, Mm -hmm. brings them to the show to celebrate. They're somewhere around here. I'll find them, maybe. National San Architect Day. What in the world? Fantastic. Good good to celebrate. Uh, San Architect Day. It's a great day to celebrate. It's a good way for you to realize how to, you know, set up your computer architecture so they all feed into one IP address. Oh, is that how that something works? Something like mm. that. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk, you know, look, I don't want to talk yeah. above you. But it's something like that. And it's also a national two different colored shoes day. Oh, that's a day I celebrate now, every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously? Yeah. yeah, 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 right here. Oh, Jesus. What? Look at this. See that? We got a gray. Got a gray shoe there. See that? We got a blue one there. Isn't that special? National Multicolored Shoes Day. Isn't that special? That's fantastic. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks. Good for you. Every day is that day. I mean, I, I, I do celebrate, you know, usual, <laughs> usually, although not today, National Multiple Colored Socks Day. I just throw them on, but today they're actually match. I think. Oh yeah, they do. I'm match. kind of colorblind. I'm I think they match. You. I'm proud of you. Yeah, they, they, as long as they're if they're hanging over the little sock no. thing. No, I don't. In know. my closet. Oh, okay. I usually take care of. Them. And it's also press world press freedom day. Uh-huh. So a big day, big day. And I knew that sooner or later we would find something in here that you were celebrating. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy well, about that. It just kind of. It, it I would out like to celebrate day, chocolate so. custard day and. National Raspberry Popover Day. Oh, like you don't celebrate those every day as well. I'd like to celebrate it on the day that it's supposed to be celebrated on. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, tell me. There's still plenty of time. You can still get some after the show. No, it's not. It's not the same. Not the same. Sorry to hear that. Not the same. All right. Yesterday we got the news, uh, and uh, I uh, didn't get a chance to bring it to you by the end of the show. I want to bring it to you today. It's uh, a story of a 17-year-old North Texas student accused of criminal solicitation of capital murder and making a terroristic threat in an Islamic State-inspired plot to carry out a mass shooting at a suburban Dallas mall. It is unbelievable to me. The teen, uh, Matin Azizi Yaran, who lives with his parents in Plano, Texas, was arrested at Plano West Senior High School and is now being held at the Collin County Jail on $3 million bond. Under Texas law, he'll be tried as an adult and faces up to life in prison for criminal solicitation and up to 10 years in prison for making a terroristic threat. If you have life and they throw in an extra 10, I think they got it covered. Mateen Azi Yaran's uh, will face that life in prison if convicted, obviously. Um, in, he's been chatting uh, online with a, uh, an informant since December, and he talked about how he wanted to conduct a terrorist attack over the course of four months. 
Investigators said the suspect communicated with two informants and an undercover agent about possible targets that included an unnamed school, a Hindu temple, and then Stonebriar Center Mall in Frisco, in Frisco, Texas. Now, he also said in messages, look at all the other lone wolves. What training did they have? Yet they simply killed the kufar, uh, which means Arabic for disbelievers. Uh, the brothers in Europe, the brothers in New York had no military training. It's all about the numbers. Got to get the message out. He also uh, discussed waiting until he turned 18 to conduct an attack so he could purchase the rifle himself. He's quoted as saying, I swear I want to achieve Allah's pleasure to kill the kuffar, and i only been reading ISIS magazine guides for performing operations and making bombs. Investigators said Aziz Iran was inspired by the Islamic State to conduct the attack, which he planned to carry out mid-May. Said his selected targets where he believed the police response time would be slow. He also mentioned to the FBI source he had considered traveling to Pakistan and crossing the border into Afghanistan to join the Islamic State. Uh, He would not be the first Plano student to do that. At the time of his arrest, investigators said Azizi Yaran had sent more than $1,400 to an informant for the purchase of weapons and tactical gear. He sent the source documents and propaganda, including a document authored by Eric Harris, one of the attackers in the uh, Columbine High School shooting. He also talked about in a written letter uh, that he wanted to uh, disseminate titled Message to America, explaining the reasons for the attack. Now, one of the things that he had said was that I'd like to actually make a cop surrender, drop his gun, then douse him with gasoline and burn him and record it. Okay. Now, I have a couple of questions, and we'll get to those. Uh, The general counsel for the Islamic Association of Collin County, he doesn't speak for us. And they're they're distancing themselves from him. Good for them. Good for them. Wednesday afternoon, a local television station spoke to the father of Azizi Iran, who said he had... No clue what his son was planning and described his son as a good kid, good student. Really? (laughs) Really? Uh, It's not clear whether he has an attorney. He's in jail now, as I said before, with with a very high bond. Um, Thanks to the FBI Joint Terrorism Task, Plano and Frisco Police, who conducted the investigation. And he will be tried as an adult. I would like to ask a question, and I and I and it's been a question that has been asked for a long, long time, for many years, and the whole where were their parents, uh, what about the parents, but it seems a question that needs to be asked, and it also needs to be answered. Um, if you have a child, you're supposed to, it's your responsibility to take care of that kid. That's why you had it. You raised it. They're kids. They're not responsible adults. And yet, how does a 17-year-old have all all this information, does nothing but reading ISIS magazines and how to make bombs and blow up people and communicate 
through his social media accounts and through emails to investigators uh, all this horrific stuff that he wants to do and the parents not know. Uh, you know, they found in, in other shooting uh, shooters they have had uh, where, uh, you know, they, they, they went into, investigated the, after, the, after the case and they found guns in the kid's room and they found, uh, you know, pipe-making bomb material in the kid's room. Not in this case. But I would guess, and this is just a, this is just me, and maybe you are different than I am, but like when I go in to, let's say, kiss my kids goodbye in the morning when I leave, uh, if they're still in bed, I would notice if there was a pipe bomb laying on the bed. <laughs> I don't know, man. My youngest keeps her room messy enough that I, I may not notice. I would miss my daughter. My daughter's room, <laughs> there, could be, there could actually be something in that <laughs> right. room. But it's usually just dolls and stuffed animals. So, I mean, it's a good hiding place, right? Mm-hmm. But it amazes me how, if you have a child that is thinking like this, I would bet that you know it. You might not know the extent of it, but you know something is off with your kid. Mm-hmm. You, If you're any type of parent at all, you know something is off with your kid. You may choose to ignore it. You may choose to say, oh, Billy, you'll be fine. Uh, you may choose to say, I know, he's just he's growing pains. There's something weird. Just leave him alone. Let him be. But that's what happens when you, don't, when you leave it alone and let it be, and you don't involve yourself in your children's lives. It's absolutely unbelievable to me that someone, a, a young teenage Almost adult. Uh, I had no clue. <laughs> He's a good kid, good student. I don't know. He's fine. I don't know. I just don't know. Now, I did hear an interview with a police officer from Dallas who didn't have anything to do with this case, but he what he does specifically is uh, social media, terrorism, uh, that type of thing. And he is a big, this is, this is where it gets a little scary, is that he is a big proponent of regulations on all of this. He wants to, I mean, he feels like we're so far behind because all of the terrorist information is coming through social media and that, you know, he, we should be able to uh, get into all social media no matter what. And, uh, man, I got to tell you, I know it's for our safety. I get it. And I'll be doing some other some other uh, stories throughout the show today that uh, is starting up that's in other countries now, but will be here soon. And some of it already is here. And it's always for our safety and for the betterment, to help people. Sure. And we want to help them. Gosh darn it. They're, they're lost. And it's for the kids. Yeah, I know. I know that's how it starts until as someone decides that, uh, you know, I can use that for evil. Yeah, if you make your information public, then sure. I mean, that's absolutely a tool law enforcement can use. But if it's a private account or you have it locked up or it's behind some sort of passworded protected thing, no, you need to back off. And if you want to do the trade-off of this police officer, if you would like uh, us plebes out here 
to have access to all sorts of police files and everything they're working on, cases and stuff like that. I mean, the taxpayer dollars are used to fund that work, so we might as well have access to it, right? If that's how we're going to justify it. But no, absolutely not. If it's out in the open, your social media stuff, sure, fair game. Anyone can look at it. If it's protected, you better get a warrant. You better have a reason. How's your lips doing? How's your lips holding up? Mm-hmm. You know, we're coming into spring. We're coming into summer. It's awful dry. You never know how to keep it. And you've got you use all those other tubes and stuff that you put on your lips. You stick them in your pocket and they get all gooey and clunky. And it just, it's just agonizing. Mm-hmm. Well, I have, a, I have, a, I have a, a problem solved for you. Balm Shot Lip Balm. Developed by Wayne. Uh, lip cancer uh, survivor, had constant sunburns over the years, skin became so severe, they ended up with the bottom lip removed and replaced. And he became frustrated, like me, like you, with all the other lip lip products that crumble up and they don't hold up well on your lips. You have to keep reapplying. And then plus the product itself goes bad in your pocket. It doesn't last long. So he developed Balm Shot Lip Balm. Love it. Look at this. I mean, I actually, I see my, <laughs> I see my kids walking around with their own little shotgun shell of Balm Shot. Now <laughs> this is good stuff. So he took matters into his own hand and started Bomb Shot Lip Balm in uh, Boise, Idaho, which, by the way, is a beautiful town. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast forward uh, now, 3,000 stores nationwide. His product is 100% American-made. One of the things that I love about uh, the uh, Bomb Shot story is that he was making it on his own for himself. And his friends came over and said, ooh, what's that? Is that a shotgun shell with lip stuff? <laughs> Listen <Yeah>. to this. <laughs> on the side, it says bombshot.com. Non-lethal. <laughs> Thank you. I love this. Uh, and uh, as principal, how about you know? Why don't you make me some? And he was like, "All right, sure, okay, fine." And so he started making all these people uh, different containers of the lip balm. And uh, uh, the wife was like, um, "Hey, dummy, why don't you start selling it?" Oh, okay, that's probably a pretty good idea. I could probably sell a couple. Yeah. 3,000 stores nationwide, and his product is 100% American-made. Right now, I have a special offer for Blaze listeners only. All you need to do is go to balmshot.com, balmshot.com, and use the promo code PAT. Purchase their six packs, six different varieties. It's actually a pretty cool little setup that you get. And receive an extra tube of Balmshot for free. You buy six, get seven, plus free shipping. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. That's bombshot.com. Promo code Pat. Bombshot.com. B A L M S H O T.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. WWE, WWF, it's just WWE, now I know, World Wrestling, I got it. But uh, for a while I was really involved in uh, enjoying the the wrestling world because my oldest son uh, at one point was a huge fan and he loved The Rock and uh, he loved uh, 
he loved all the the stars at that time, which would have been you know mid eighties, no mid nineties. Um, so anyway, uh, one of the big wrestlers, Kane, at the time uh, in Knox County, Tennessee, and you may soon know him as Mayor Glenn Jacobs. Uh, is a uh, I love that he's uh, he won the Republican mayoral primary. Uh, he's going to be the mayor of the town now. He'll probably tell you, look, I just somebody needed to somebody needs to run the town, uh, and it's me, and I'll just, I'm just going to take the job because it's you know Knox County, Tennessee. Um, you know what are you going to do? He's going to take the job, right? I believe this is a whole setup. So that he can be the Rock's running mate for president. <laughs> Rock, could I? Could I? Rock's going to need a running mate. Uh-huh. He wants somebody with a little experience. Uh-huh. So Kane's going to gain a little experience down in Tennessee. <laughs> become the Rock's running mate, vice oh. president, vice president Kane. Were they ever? Uh, I, I'm sorry, I am so disconnected from the world of professional wrestling. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, they were at the same time. Yeah, but were they ever partners in a? A, no, I don't think so. Because that'd make for a good campaign post. I think you know? Kane, and they may have, I mean, they went back and forth. You know, it's such a soap opera that you end up uh, liking and disliking and being partners with and being partners against uh, the same people over and over again. You know, so that's what makes it fun. I had a friend who um, went to the University of Georgia and he majored in English. And I said, wow, what are you going to do with your English degree there? Uh, he said, well, I could either be a teacher, but... Uh, I really think I want to uh, write scripts for. Uh, I'm gonna be professional a wrestler. wrestler. Professional wrestling. Nice. Yeah, he wanted to write scripts for that. Uh, he sells insurance, so that didn't quite materialize. Well, yeah, I mean, you have to be able to. The Rock versus Kane for the championship. I, I just typed in Rock versus Kane. Who won? So uh, we have the Rock versus Kane in this is eight minute ring. Rock versus Kane in 2000. Kane Hollywood Hogan and the Rock hilarious backstage segment. Yeah, so they know each other well. Okay. Yeah, so there's no problem. I mean, and look, you think that uh, McMahon and the McMahons aren't going to be a big-time uh, supporter oh. of the Rock Kane ticket? If, you know, if you haven't seen Idiocracy, please, please go see Idiocracy somehow, some way, Hulu or wherever, Netflix. But look at this. I, I googled Rock versus Kane. <laughs> there it is. WWF Raw, 1998. Yeah. Okay, so um, I could just totally so see a good. debate. Could you see whoever, Trump or Hillary or whoever, just say, I don't know. Uh, you and your running mate have fought. I mean, physically fought before on national television. Yeah. <laughs> and Paul, oh my gosh, the Rock could pick up Hillary by the back of her collar and just swing her around the stage. What was that hill? What did you have to say? Uh, we have some we have some audio from Hillary uh, talking about uh, giving you another reason uh, why she lost the election. <laughs> what and, are we up to? I I really don't know. It's it's an it's a staggering number. Well, I'm guessing it's probably pretty much whatever you could think of uh-huh. <laughs> that you could possibly whatever you could possibly think of that could cause someone to lose an election. She said it. Did and it, she believes it? Did it rain in Ohio? On election day, right? And look, there's one of the, we had some buses break down, bringing people from the nursing home to vote. Uh, that cost us the election, right? Right. I mean, on up to to that, it's really weird. And her, plus, there's another fascinating uh, statement inside her excuse that is really, I guess we kind of knew it. 
but uh, it's really kind of shocking that it's, I mean, it's out there now. And she uh, definitely did not stutter through it. I mean, it's a fact that she knows from the heart. So uh, look forward to uh, the Rock Kane ticket. Uh, in, uh, I don't know if they'll want to run against in 2020. Mm. Uh, that would be a little early. But uh, for sure, because, you know, we didn't let Trump have it. Trump could, you know, say, I, I, I wrestled you guys before. They're nothing. They're dumb. But, uh, <laughs> which was true. Idiocracy. A movie night waiting for you. I used to love, we used to, I went gone to a few Monday Night Raws and uh, some Thursday night filming. Some, some, I mean, it's a lot of fun. Definitely a lot of fun uh, for, the, for the wrestlers out there. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray. On the Blaze Radio Network. He's coming, ladies and gentlemen. He's baking something in the talk show oven. I am. I am. And uh, he's probably going to eat it before he has a chance to I just realized that there was a tremendous video that I watched last night. Whoa. Is this radio audience Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, please. Blaze TV wants to... Well, I watched many videos that, you know, you think to yourself, man, that's hot. But this particular video Mm -hmm. is actually hot. And uh, when I... (laughs) Whoa. I just... I thought I had sent it to our uh, television radio production uh, guru, Sarah. And I just realized that I didn't. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm I'm begging her to see if we can get that video taken care of. Are you like me? Did you show. email it to yourself? Well, I always email it to myself. No, I'm saying that's that's. I always I've email it to myself because I see it. I usually see that stuff on my phone, so I just email it to myself. But and then I think I watch it, and then I, oh, okay, we got to put that on the show tomorrow, and then I don't. You forget the don't emails. Okay. Happens. Well, so, have you sent it to her yet? I just did. Oh, that's what I was. Right. That's why I said I was coming. I got it. Okay. We'll get that ready. One of the things that's really cool about the internet, and it might not be, some people might not think it's cool. One of the things that's special about the internet is that if you can find the most mundane, strange thing to do for a long period of time and film it, the internet loves you. The internet loves you, and, and uh, you know, the example of uh, of uh, you know gyms full of dominoes setting up. You know, it takes hours and days to set up the the dominoes and then yeah. watch it fall. The the cups that uh, the guy was pouring different colored liquids in. That once you pull the camera out, it's uh, the giant word love or peace or whatever it was, and it was you know. Great, you know he's pouring different color Gatorade into cups in a gym floor. <laughs> that okay. sounds awesome. Good, good for you. I got better things to do with my time. Okay, but do, he doesn't, do and he did it, and the really? internet loves him for it. Uh-huh. Okay, so this particular human is another human that found something 
that sitting in his home that said, oh, you know, if I did that, yeah. that'd be pretty cool. And, you know, a year later, he finishes. And it is really cool, but I wouldn't do it. And it's fascinating. I hope we can get the video because I want to to share it with you. If not, I'll share it with you tomorrow. Whether Pat's here or not, I'm just walking in and sharing it. I don't care. We'll do it on chewing or maybe I'll just walk in and do it. I don't care. But you're going to see it. You're going to hear it and you're going to see it on this program. Either today or tomorrow. I promise you that. Okay. Wow, Jeffy promised that's worth a lot. Uh, I guarantee it. Okay. okay. All right. I guarantee it. We've sold it. East Area Rapist, Golden State Killer. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's fascinating to me how this guy, this guy. did horrible things. Yes. Horrible things. Uh-huh. And then he just stopped. Poof. Or did he? Did he just go away, or did he just change his tactics and use another format to do his evil? I think that's what we might find out. Uh, but it took it was it was really uh, uh, speaking of uh, your privacy, uh, how they caught him mm-hmm. was a uh, was a you know a strange way to catch him. A little backdoor to no privacy, privacy uh, with the DNA to catch him, but it, you know it was all legal. So they got him, and good, yeah, because I mean, he's an evil guy, and I'm glad that he's off the streets. I think that was part of the user agreement for the uh, DNA <laughs> yeah. testing If we're website. going to catch someone evil and get them off the streets, it's okay. It, well, and it's gonna, they're going to fall prey to terms and conditions. Of course. Like, okay, whatever, click. Of and course. It was, and it that's, was the big fight with the, that's the big fight with uh, the YouTubers that are uh, complaining about uh, losing all this money uh, because of uh, algorithm changes. Well... I know the one uh, YouTube channel uh, was employing, you know, a dozen people and they were buying buying products and they were creating content and they were, you know, people's lives. And then the algorithm changes and he makes, you know, they're down no money. They got to close up. They can't pay anyone and they can't create any content and they got to close up. So they sued. And that's what the judge said. You knew. Hmm. You knew that it was the rules. Rules and regulations, that's the deal. So there's no, you're not getting any leeway from that. And you're absolutely right. You fall terms, you fall prey to that. That's the deal. You said okay. And so, you know, we're just giving it away. But they had, the prosecutors uh, received a search warrant by the Sacramento Superior Court uh, wanting them to uh, continue seeking uh, fingerprints uh, as well as DNA photographs of uh d'angelo's entire body entire naked body and now his attorneys are like oh no oh no Uh, we're not going to be taking pictures of my clients privates or anything like that and uh, apparently they had uh in the 70s and 80s they publicized uh the notion and I think this may have been a way just, I think this might not actually be true. I think it might be the opposite, uh, that they were trying to, you know, get him to come out and be angry and try to communicate with them because mm. they publicized the notion that he was not well endowed. Uh-huh. And uh, so, uh, you know, now they're, they're wanting pictures of him and everything. And I think that, I really do think that it's possible, uh, again, 
you don't know because you know, they release information sometimes and sometimes they don't. They hold back information when they're trying to catch killers. I get it. But it just seemed to me that they were, since this went on for such a long time and they were never able to get him, it seemed like this would be information that they might, well, just tell him he's not well endowed. We'll see if he comes out. See if he gets mad. <laughs> yeah. You know, see if he gets mad, comes out. So, yes, I am. What are you talking about? So this case will drag on now for quite some time, but uh, it's a fascinating case, and the, the guy is just just bad, just a bad guy. He did all this horrible stuff to the to these women, and he just goes away, and he's expected to live just a normal life. No, no, sorry, doesn't work that way. All right. Before we uh, get to uh, some of the, uh, I have some, I have some really good stories about uh, the, the, the younger generation. Uh, you know, the younger generation. The, 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 I think they're called uh, millennials. And uh, to some of us now, they're not even a younger generation, right? I mean, they're the they're the majority. They're the heartbeat, heartbeat of America right now. The millennials, and good for them. Good for them. But before we get to that. We have uh, we have Hillary Clinton giving you another reason why she lost, and we have Rudy Giuliani uh, commenting on Sean Hannity last night uh, about Stormy Daniels. I, I would just like to go on record as saying, and you can absolutely quote me on this, Stormy, let's go away, let's go away, please. Uh, we're, we're all we all we all got it, okay? We got it. You now this whole thing of 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 uh, her and the affair and the whole the whole Trump thing. Look, you you signed a deal and then you want to break the deal because you think there's a way for you to make more money. Let's go away. Yeah, I'm guessing uh, her little tour isn't going to pay the bills. Uh, no, she's based on it. some of the uh, media images I saw. Oh yeah, I mean that. Look, uh, good for her. Let her let her go do it, but you know, on the same time, um, you know, go away, please go away. That's all I want. There was uh, there was another. Uh, can't find it now. So let's hear uh, let's hear Rudy uh, before we get to Hillary talk about uh, on Sean Hannity uh, trying to. Uh, a lot of people are saying it was a mistake. I 100% disagree. Rudy is too smart to make a mistake like this on Sean Hannity. Having, having, having something to do with paying some Stormy Daniels woman 130000 I mean, which is going to turn out to be perfectly legal. That money was not campaign money. Sorry, I'm giving you a fact now that you don't know. It's not campaign right. money. No campaign finance violation. So they funneled it through the law firm, funneled through the law firm, and the president repaid it. Oh, I didn't know he did. Yeah. There's no campaign finance law. Zero. Zero. So the Just like every, Sean. So this decision Sean, was made by? Everybody, everybody was nervous about this from the very beginning. I wasn't. I knew how much money Donald Trump put into that campaign. I said, 130000 it's going to do a couple of checks for 130000 When I heard uh, Cohen's uh, retainer of 35000 when he was doing no work for the president. Mm. I said, but that's how he's repaying. That's how, we, how's he, how he's repaying it with a little profit and a little margin for paying taxes for Michael. The Look, president, but do you know the president didn't know about this? I don't know the specifics. Uh, I believe that's what I, he didn't Michael know about said. the specifics of Thank it. You. 
as far as I know. But he did know about the general arrangement that Michael would take care of things like this, like I take care of things like this for my clients. I don't burden them with every single thing that comes along. Uh, these are busy people. Is that a problem? I probably uh, I get that they're busy people, but are we just letting the attorneys run wild for uh, for you? I don't know. I, I don't burden them. I buy them my clients. I don't burden them. Busy people. I got it. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. You don't need you don't need to know what I'm doing for you. Okay, just know that I'm doing it for you. Okay. So he laid the groundwork now that, uh, you know, it was no, there's no campaign finance, uh, no, no campaign finance issues. Uh, one of the things is, is I heard an interview with uh, another, uh, I can't remember his name, that uh, talked about the actual campaign finance laws. And he made the case that even if this was, uh, it still wasn't breaking uh, the campaign finance rules. So... I mean, there's this fight's going on forever, and there's another person that uh, needs to go away is Mueller. Why this is still going is beyond me. There's nothing, nothing has come of this investigation. A few little bones that he's that he's brought in to try and make those bones. Glue together something bigger against Trump, and that doesn't, it hasn't happened. Hasn't happened. So now we're just going to continue to pay him and continue to try to bring down. We'll find something. There's got to be something. There's got to be something. Well, maybe not. Uh, Maybe not. Maybe (sighs) not. Maybe you missed it. I will say when this news broke last night, and every news outlet was, was leading with this alert on my phone, um, I watched that that little moment there, and I thought Rudy had screwed up. I really did. You did? I, oh, absolutely, I did. And then immediately thereafter, Trump started tweeting about just stuff that had no... Oh, it was, check out Ainsley Earhart's new book. Like I was like, what is he doing? He's distracting us from this. He's trying to change the narrative. Oh, and 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 there's a great deal coming with China and President Z. And I'm like, what is happening? He is... He knows this news broke. He's trying to put other stuff out there. Then this morning, he tweeted three times in a row a very legalistic uh, 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 explanation of everything. And I thought, this guy, this he's he's not happy at all. But then I listened to Stu this morning lay it out, and I do think this was absolutely orchestrated. So I have changed my tune on this from how I reacted last night. Um, no way Rudy makes that mistake. Yeah, you listen to that really carefully with a critical ear, yes, biased going in that this was intentional, but still, it sounds so, it, he's a great, he delivered it beautifully. Absolutely. I'm telling you a fact now you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, uh, not to my knowledge, did Trump, I mean, not to my knowledge. I think, I think Hannity inadvertently threw him a curveball there when he's like, did the president know? Yeah. And I think that's where Rudy was just like, not to my knowledge. Uh, not to my knowledge. Yeah. There's a long delay there. But I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and go and that's through what every minutiae. I, I know, but that that's what answer. also turned him into uh, these are these are busy people. Yeah. Uh, we don't burden no, I'm not, you don't burden them with every little minute detail. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to do as your attorney, really. I mean, I I, don't I think know. this was a well orchestrated. And think of this: 
Where it just happened to be on Sean Hannity. I was just about to say, where was that message delivered? I, know. I, know. I, I am totally in the camp of this was well planned, well orchestrated, well delivered. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And re- look, the only the only mistake that Rudy made was uh, not coming to Florida when he was running for president. Right? <laughs> right. That's the only dumb move he's ever made in his life. <laughs> the rest of the moves he's made have been pretty good. Uh, he did wear a dress. <clears throat> Who hasn't done that in their life? You tell me you have never worn a dress. I don't. And I don't mean that in any any shape no, no, or fashion. Just weird, like yeah. ever worn a dress. I'm trying to think. I'm sure I have at some point. One of the one of the funnest times that funnest. we've had as a family. There we go. Oh boy. Was when I, we were out looking for dresses for me. Okay, so because I need, I had supposed to wear a dress for this bit we were doing, and I had to go dress shopping, and we I took the family. And we, I, we had one of the funnest times in the stores looking for dresses for me. She did. <laughs> oh, I forget. I mean, you're you're our resident yeah, cross dresser here. At the I place. am. So I, I've done it for years. And it's uh, just it's almost become what's the word normal for you, huh? Well, dresses are comfortable. You know what's more comfortable is Moomoo's. And if you go to Moomoo's by Jeffy dot com, uh, is that a Jeffy? Yes. Are you wearing a Moomoo? Yes. Is that a Jeffy? It is. I really, uh, I would. <laughs> You know, it's available. I mean, it's my it's my site. What does this say from the Blaze IT department? This site is blocked due to se- a security threat. <laughs> is it really? Yes. It shouldn't be. Moomoosbyjeffy.com. It shouldn't be. Bastards who they think they are. Mm-hmm. Blocking my site. Mm-hmm. Wait till I get product up. I my daughter is my daughter is busy designing the moomoos as we speak. Yeah. Well. In between learning the analog uh, speak, clock. Uh, right? Speaking of designers, and, and so, you know, I am fashion. There's no question about that. I am fashion. I am fashion. He right? says. Stop. What do you think of fashion? You think of me. You know that. I, I don't know that. You're telling me when you, when you think fashion in your life, you don't think of me? Well, you should. And now you will. There was a story out here the last couple of days that have been making the rounds that everybody's been sending me uh, because they know that I am fashion. <laughs> they know that. As you... Now, no, and should uh, think of it at all times. Keith, yes, yes, I am That uh, a denim brand is selling extreme cutout jeans for $168. And uh, they look like this if you're watching on Blaze TV. But what they are is they're, they're jeans what in- that uh, just have the, they're just the frame of the jean itself. All right, so where, the, where your thighs and your shins. Uh, and your rear would be those. There's nothing there, so you still have the pockets, uh, and you have the the zipper thread, but you don't have anything else. We uh, are a. Cool I, I honestly, I tell you what, oh. as as as, as kind of cool as that looks, uh-huh. I don't know that it's real. Mm-hmm. I think I think we're being sold a bill of goods. All right. Well, this should have been out April first. Then I don't know that it's real. However, if it is real, I mean. I can't wait for the women of Walmart pictures to come out with these. I can't. We're wearing these jeans. No, keep waiting. Because the person who is modeling the jeans for the story makes them look good. No, nothing makes them look good. Oh, come on. That's a good look. Can you imagine, though, if your pockets are all full? Because I keep a lot of stuff in my pockets. It's just like bouncing around. (laughs) Because the pocket is completely exposed there. And these that's are like just the, for look. You're supposed to carry a purse. And these are the only jeans that, like, they have knees. They they have. Yeah, it's like the, the opposite of 
Look at the frame. I love it. It's, it's a great. It's a good look. It's so bad. It is a good look. Okay. But uh, it's funny. It is, I, and I will say that um, those are that is almost completely opposite of the moos that I've, I'm creating. Uh, uh, my daughter is drawing up some moos and they're really comfortable, and mm-hmm. she's got some special designs on some. We have some average ones with you know just regular designs, and then she has some special brands that she's designing with special designs. But they're all comfort. Okay, so I went. Mind. I went to this fashion website, this clothing website, and there are legitimate clothes on there. They are sold out of those that are called the extreme cutout jean. But look, there's other things you can buy that I don't know that have material yeah, but that aren't as bad though. Well, I'm just they saying just they're almost cutouts. normal. You know, yeah. I mean, these are normal jeans. They have holes there. cut in them and stuff. Yeah. I used to one band that I used to it's manage. Real. The guy this that played real. the guy that played guitar for me before every show, he would he would uh, go to the thrift store and buy a new pair of pants, and he'd take a, a he'd sit down in the back with his mat, with his lighter and he'd burn holes in the pants so he'd have a different look. For every show, and it's almost like the developing these. So I, I, I at first I thought, eh, I don't know if it's real. Eh, I don't know. Question the question the validity. But hmm. I mean, you're right. If if it's on the side and they're selling it, I mean, there's good. a lot of clothes I just, there for I, this to be that elaborate. I beg of you, you know the people who wear mumus. And I would venture to say that those are, you know, not the people that should wear these jeans. Yeah, yeah, that's just what very I'm well. Just and this was Carmar, C A R M A R Denim. dot com. If you want to see, for, yeah, but look for 168 bucks, you walk out of there with what? A good two inches of jean. Did you know that there are 72,000 veteran organizations in America, and none of them pay for funerals for our servicemen? The death benefit for vets is an embarrassment for this country. The average funeral is, well, it says here it's $6,600. I would venture to say that's probably low. But the VA only pays $300, and that's if they decide that it's worth $300 because we found out that they decide what up to $300, and we haven't found one particular serviceman that's been paid the same amount. Embarrassing. Dog Tag Furniture, founded by Troy, lost a close battle buddy to suicide, and his family didn't have the funds to bury him. Now, Troy prayed in his buddy's garage and turned some scrap lumber into American flags, and he started going door-to-door to raise funds. Now, he didn't have a license, and of course, some dingleberry calls the police on him. But fortunately, the police, after talking to Troy, helped him pass the hat, and they raised enough funds to bury his service bury his friend it could have ended here but no dog tag furniture is still making these flags and helping bury vets dogtagfurniture.com nonprofit organization made up of family and volunteers and they need your support to help the families of our veterans dogtagfurniture.com buy a flag if you go to the site there's also other items you can purchase if you don't want the flag or if you want to buy more or if you want to donate but let's help bury our veterans who can't afford to be buried themselves dogtagfurniture.com dogtagfurniture.com you are listening to pat gray on the blaze radio network
Gray. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can tweet uh, at Pat Unleashed, at Jeffy MRA, and at uh, the Blaze Keith. And you can uh, hashtag us with uh, put that in your pipe. Pat will uh, is looking to be back tomorrow. Uh, he made it through yesterday. Fine. Thank you for the prayers. And he's just, uh, you know, he called wine and he wanted another day to rest. <laughs> whatever. Do whatever you're going to do. Okay. And, uh, you know, good luck. God bless. Whining. Whatever. That's all, it's, it's all he ever does anymore. The man was under the knife. Whatever. I got kidney stones. I had to put stints in. Shut up. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to the broadcast. At Pat Unleashed is the Twitter handle or at Jeffy MRA. You can use at the Blaze Keith too. And you can uh, hashtag us, uh, put that in your pipe. Uh, you can dial uh, if you'd like to participate on the phone, 888-900-3393. But don't, you know what? Don't. Don't go out of your way. Really? Okay. I mean, I appreciate you calling. I appreciate your input. And I appreciate all that, but don't feel like you have to. Why not? I, I like talking like to people. To. Why are you telling them no? I don't feel like you have to. Why eight 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 nine hundred three three nine three? You're saying don't call don't, that don't number. Don't feel like you have to. Yeah. I, mean, I appreciate it and everything, but at least Keith appreciates it. Yeah, I, I'm, Keith like, appreciates. Call, it. You know what? Why don't you call? The only person I appreciate talk to talking me. to on Ignore the phone him. Is, is truckers. That's it. What? That's the only people you I only like talk truckers. To? I only like truckers. If you're not driving a truck, no. Well, I drive a truck, but it's that's not, not like a, a truck. It's not a big rig. No, that's that's it's like a, a that's, that's like a that's like a, <laughs> a an El Camino that had a little balloon <laughs> and it blew it up a little bit. <laughs> it's a little bit bigger than an El Camino. That's about it. That's not a truck. <laughs> that is awesome. There, it does have a hint of El Camino in it, doesn't it? Just. A, <laughs> That's awesome. It's like an El Camino mated with a pickup truck. <laughs> so I, mean, I, I hate to break it to you. Uh-huh. I was on a truck, okay? It's a, I get hollered at all the time from other Texans. <laughs> We're calling my my, uh, my my wife's SUV a truck. You know, she drives a, a, a Tahoe. And she's always calling it a truck. Mm. And uh, my son is like, it's not a truck. Mine's a truck. See the four wheels out there jacked up with four doors and a long bed that I can't park in front of anyone's house because there's no room. That's a truck. Okay, that yours. You don't drive a truck. So I'm reminded of that all the time, mm-hmm. that uh, there are specific vehicles that are trucks. You can call them trucks, but there's only specific ones that are trucks. And I, and I like talking to truckers. One of the reasons I like to talk to truckers, and I did, one of the, uh, I did a whole show. Well, I talking to truckers not long ago about their new program, and I did get your emails about how some of the new program is affecting you, and I'm planning on doing a show soon about that, and so be ready to call because I want to talk to you about it. And I also, what is it? Uh, not long ago, talked to their new tracking devices and their new oh, running yeah, cross-country okay. uh-huh. devices yeah, and how scary, it has to go. Man. 
Now, they also, uh, I also talked to the truckers not long ago uh, when uh, I was mad that uh, when most interstates uh, are three lanes wide, and how is it that all three lanes are blocked by semis? Please, one of you, get in another lane. Now, apparently, we found found that uh, when we talked to truckers on that day, that uh, some of the newer truckers uh, don't realize that their uh, their truck will only go 60 to 60 miles an hour, 62 miles an hour with their, uh, you know, they're, they're capped. That's as fast as they go. So when if they get behind someone that they have to pass, when they pass, it just appears. This is what the, this, is, this is the trucker's excuse. It just appears for a short time that there's three semis blocking, you know, all blocking the lanes. But really, one of them is trying to pass, but it just can't go fast enough to pass. So you just got to give it a little bit of time. Uh, no. Here's an idea. Don't pass. Hmm. You slow down. Don't slow down traffic. Hmm. That's just a thought from me. But I just it's frustrating from time to time when you travel, traverse the Metroplex here. There, there are many times when semis feel like they can just, hey, we just you know what, we can just block the road. We, just, we can just drive where we want. We're going to cover the lanes. And you know what? Cars are way behind us. Now, they're right. <laughs> they're right. Uh, for some reason, they're, you know, bigger, uh, do more damage uh, to, than other vehicles, than, you know, trucks like yours, Keith. But, uh, you know, please, just just give me a lane. Just give me a lane. That's all I ask. Just give me a lane. El Trucmino. Stimulating. And you know what Never else I noticed too? I think what we need to do, we need to pass another, we need a law. Oh. I know. I just realized I'm asking for another law, but we need a law that truckers cannot use the Texas Express lines. Are they allowed to? I want them. Yes. The toll, the, these are toll roads the, for yeah, those the toll of you, roads, right. And 99% of you not in the Dallas Metroplex. It's a one lane road and there's one way not in all and one, one way out. They're not all one lane. And they're, I mean, in the road that we travel on a lot of times is just one lane, but they're not all. Uh, a lot of the toll roads, some of the, you get out, some of them are really nice. Underground, they're tremendous. I'm happy to pay you to drive on them. But my point is, okay. is that the ones that you're referring to, uh-huh. this neck, particular neck of, the, neck of the woods, between, you know, Fort Worth and Dallas, there's, you know, one or two lanes, express lanes, and going both directions. And, uh, it's quite busy during drive time uh, with uh, automobiles and people driving vehicles that they call trucks that really are, you know, El Camino's with a balloon. El Trucmino. But, <laughs> thank you. But now I notice that the semis are starting to take the toll roads too. Uh, no, uh, those roads are not for you. Uh, I want to put down the law. We need a new law. There needs to be giant signs, no semis, no 18-wheelers on the toll roads. Well, just make the entrance to these roads really narrow, and that'll stop that. I don't know that that would stop them, but we need to make sure. I want a law. Damn it, I want a law. I love I, want a concerted I love effort. new laws. I know. <laughs> love it. I want a concerted effort to keep these semis out of the toll roads. I don't care if they're paying for them. And I know, you know the toll road commission is like, um, no, that's a lot of money to the company, and it's a lot of money to the state, the cities, the municipalities, so no. 
uh, semis. If you want to drive on the toll roads, you go right ahead. If your company would like to pay for uh, the prepay plan so you could drive on it, and we'll just take it out of your company's account, uh, go ahead. Because they do that. I love that. I love that plan. Your account, they set up an account. Your account starts getting low. Ding! We'll tag you with an extra 20. Yep. You know, you might use it tomorrow, and you're down to a dollar. So instead of you going over or under, whichever the case may be, we're going to pad your account a little bit for just for you, just to take care of you. Okay? Just to make sure there's, a, there's enough in there for you. That's how nice they are. That's how nice the toll commission is. They're thinking of you at all times. At all times. So yesterday, uh, body cam video from the police breaching the hotel suite in Las Vegas was released. That's a nothing burger. I watched the entire thing. It really was, mm-hmm. uh, really was not much at all. Uh, if anything, if anything, because. Uh, they're going to show some footage if you're watching on Blaze TV, the video. You don't need to hear it. There's just It's police chatter, and they're talking about where the gunshots came from and if the room is clear. But adding to the conspiracy theory, the first officer that breached the room doesn't have his camera on. So all the other cameras are mm-hmm. not the first thing seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, shots fired, a whole bunch... That's all poof. Oh, that officer didn't have his camera on. Oh, man. I guess he was a little busy. You know, forgot to turn on the, forgot to turn it on. Oh, oh, man. I wish I would have remembered to turn it on. So we're still left with, with really, I, I don't know what. I mean, I get that we've, look. They said that we're never, we're maybe by October we might have some more information. And so they're trying to release some of this stuff to appease some of us. <laughs> but, uh, you know, look, uh, FBI investigators have 22,000 hours of surveillance and cell phone footage, 250,000 photos. Uh, you know, Wait, it, how much time of video footage do they have? Twenty-two thousand hours of surveillance and cell phone footage. Well, that was that, I'm clearly that's the best they could have come up well, with. Well, that's that's release. separate from this, right? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Okay, you're talking about the witnesses and stuff. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I mean, I mean, they maybe added yeah. that in to this, but that's this is not surveillance. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Footage or anything mm-hmm. because they even talk about uh, Paddock's cameras that he had set up out in the hallway. I want to see that. I, I know, I know. And, uh, I mean, we have so much. I mean, he was such a, you know, we believe that he acted alone. And they really, one of the reasons I think that they, they mentioned in here that he was alone in that room on that footage. And I think that's what they're trying to make sure that we hear, uh, that he was alone. If you believe it. Uh, and there's, I mean, there's just, it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, you know, look, 58 people gunned down from this guy. It's just, just a bad guy. But there was so much still that we don't know, and I don't know that we ever will, but it sure has gotten a pass from the main focal point of America. Ah, yeah, then there was that Vegas shooter, you know, 58. 58 murdered. Ah, yeah, the Vegas concert shooting. That's right, the crazy guy in the desert. Yeah, let it go. And that's it. I mean, just poof, it's over. 
we're we're looking to shut down the NRA because uh, some kid in Florida shot a bunch of kids in school. It's amazing, amazing. Um, we did we did get uh, a bump stocks banned though because of it, right? Uh, because of this particular shooting, which he didn't. They don't think he actually used bump stocks, but we did get those banned because everyone said he did, which is good. It's important. Because there's nothing like, you know, like as you said earlier, Keith, you know, new laws are great. Mm-hmm. And no they matter what they are, no matter solve. what they are, they always solve the problem. And so, look, there's, we don't know the motive. We're guessing he acted alone, right? That's what we're being told. Why did he stop shooting at 1015? Um, you know, he may have had an escape plan. He scouted other hotels in Chicago and Boston. Um, you know, was the FBI and Homeland Security warned? Uh, did he leave, left a note? Uh, he owned like 47 guns. Big deal. They arrested the one guy, right? The guy that sold him, sold him the ammunition that was illegal for him to own right they arrested him the the firearm dealer but when he they when they gave him they made such a big deal about the tracer bullets mm-hmm. but if you're out in the debt and, and the point was and i don't that's not what they arrested the the gun dealer for though there was another there was another ammunition that he was not supposed to sell to paddock that he did so it was you know, it was wrong. He knew he was wrong doing it. But the, they made such a big deal about the tracer bullets. You don't need tracer bullets. Well, if you're out in the middle of the desert shooting your rifles, the tracer bullets are cool. Right? I mean, that's what, you do want those. Yeah, anytime. It do- and, yeah, and you're at, wherever you're at. You're on a ranch or a farm or out in the desert, wherever you're at, those tracer bullets are cool to have. Why wouldn't you buy those? If you could afford it and you have the weapons and you're going out shooting or whatever, those are cool to have. Oh, I don't need tracer bullets. Nobody needs tracer bullets. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, if if a sentence, I I am I am uh, I'm not going to. There's a 99 percent chance I'm not going to listen to the rest of what you have to say. If if the beginning of the thought is, who needs <laughs> dot 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 ellipsis? Uh, why does anyone need? Yeah, uh, we're done. Mm-hmm. We're done. I don't know why does anyone need. Can you tell us, please, what we need? That would be great. Thank you. So there's so much more to learn from the Vegas shooting, and I don't know that we ever will. And I know that there's several reporters that are, you know, need a neck deep in it. And uh, hopefully one of these days we'll get to, you know, I'd love to talk to one of them and uh, see what we missed, you know, what's missed, what they're deep into. Because you you know uh, there's so much. There's so much. There's facts, and then there's... The conspiracies. And you're never going to get, I mean, I don't think now the way it's gone, you're never going to get past the conspiracies. Because even this, even even this, the, the footage that they released, we're supposed to believe that the first guy didn't have his camera on? Ah. We got all the footage from, you know, all the other guys. But the, the very first thing that you see, what do you want to see from that footage? Do you want to see Bill, the fourth guy in? Looking behind the closet door, no. You want to see the guy breaching the room, seeing Paddock either dead or alive. You want—that's what you want to. You want to see what happened. Yeah, you want to see it, 
How it went down. The second gunman Oops. is who you want to see. That one didn't have his camera on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, darn. I know. We were busy. Uh-huh. We were busy. We didn't think of it. Everybody else did. I didn't. Sorry. Didn't mean it. How long were they out outside the door waiting to go in? Oh, quite some time, right? I, and I think that's even, some of that is even disputed. Charge their batteries, make sure everybody's everybody got cameras rolling. Oh. Some of some of that time is even disputed, hmm. right? Because they were searching other floors, and they were making sure that you know, they were clearing some of the other floors, and they were clearing, trying to make sure because they didn't know if it was one shooter or two. Some of that is disputed. One of the security guards that got shot and went on Ellen. Some of his testimony is disputed, Let me, but he's just. Poof. Let me tell you God. what I've been going through. I'm going to go on Ellen and then I'm going to... Dis- oh, that guy. Okay, yeah. He was illegal, Poof. obviously. Um, so How dare you? You're going through all of these um, details, and I'm trying to remember. If nothing else, what has been accomplished in the amount of time that has passed in the now almost eight months since this happened, yeah. right? Seven and a half? Seven, seven, October, yeah. Yeah, October 1st, wasn't it? Yeah. Some, so there yeah. we are. We're seven... Plus months away from this. And I'm in the media. And you're going through these details. I'm like, I can't remember. What did he, why did that gun dealer get in trouble? Like all of these details that you're sharing, if nothing else, the distance of time that has gone on has caused us to go, okay, was that, wait, what was that one? No, that's why, well, that's why in January when the FBI said, well, you know, maybe you're not going to know a lot and for at least until a year from the shooting. And Uh, coming in October of this year, we'll have more stuff then. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. Go ahead. No problem. We don't need to know. know. I know you guys are busy, you know, worrying about OJ getting out that same weekend, but go ahead. Don't worry about that. Remember that was the big thing. That was that was another conspiracy that yeah. that the the press were were there to cover OJ and then they I gotta remember what what the actual conspiracy was. Yeah, he had time to drive from the prison to Las Vegas to No, he didn't no, oh, he no, wasn't he involved didn't. in the shooting, okay. no, but the press, oh, you sure? huh. the press <laughs> Anything's were plausible there at this point. not to cover the shooting because they were there for OJ. Oh yeah, okay. And they had gone away. I can't remember what the, I gotta look it up now. There's there was some conspiracy between oh, the OJ release and the uh, Mandalay Bay massacre. Okay. I, I, I don't remember what the heck it was. But that's another example of those are never going to go away. You know, I mean, you're never going to. That's when you sit down with someone. That's why I really want to. I want to talk to someone out in, in Vegas that's knee deep in it that uh, can s- separate what we know, the facts, because the stories, most of the stories, and there aren't any really new ones except for now the, the, the breach video, um, you know, will give you um, what we what we know. But I really want you know what we what we don't know, what we're still looking for, how much time is left, how much footage is left with the police, and the the, the police have not. They're the police are like, yeah, we'll tell you when we get to you. <laughs> tell you when we get to you. We already told you that it's going to be a while. Okay, thanks for coming. Fascinating. All right, so I know. I know now that you have heard some of my colleagues because they yep, 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 all the time about their field of greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. So I really do, and I I, I keep looking for my field of greens to arrive uh, because I want to start trying it. Uh, but uh, I know that Pat has tried it now, and uh, everybody is on their little field of greens. It's so good. 
It is. It's so good. Every scoop gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. Tastes like Kool-Aid. It's prebiotic, probiotic, boosts immunity, has antioxidant power. Hey, and it's, guess what, Jeff? It's not an extract. It's real food. And it's really good. And, you know, a lot of people don't like vegetables, and it looks like you don't either. So why don't you try some? Because this is the only way you can get your vegetables if you're not going to eat them in real life. And guess what? It might keep your hunger at bay, so you might lose some of that fat. Oh, okay. Whoa. Who's okay, I got gotcha. you. Who's calling you that? I don't know. Just as an example. I an example. don't like that. All you got to do is put one scoop into eight ounces of water or whatever your favorite drink is, smoothie, shake, whatever it is. And it uh, tastes great. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. You get 10% off a month's supply if you use the offer code PAT. P-A-T, PAT. Not, not the other PAT. BrickHousePat.com. Huh? Everybody's wondering to themselves, what's, what's the, the other, other PAT.com? Pat? <laughs> Hashtag you don't, you don't need to worry. the other PAT. You don't need to know what the other PAT is. Just know that you need to use P-A-T. Okay? <laughs> BrickHousePat.com. BrickHousePat.com. <laughs> Pat Gray, Unleashed, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Uh, 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can, uh, hey, you know what? You know how on Twitter you can hashtag stuff like, well, we've got a hashtag for this show. Put that in your pipe. So if you go to at Pat Unleashed, you can hashtag put that in your pipe. And you know what might happen Uh-oh, if you what? do that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm scared. Keith might mention it on the air. <laughs> oh, I might. I'm not going to mention it. What is your deal Keith with it? Might. I, uh, Why are you so upset with like? If you tagged at Jeffy MRA, I might read that one. I'm not. I'm not reading Pat Unleashed. That's your job. Uh, the Blaze Keith. That's your Twitter account. I'm not reading your Twitter account. I'm just not doing it. Okay. Doing it. All right. So the NRA, the big NRA uh, get together gathering yeah. uh, starts mile, in mile, Dallas. Does it start today? Yeah, uh, sure. Today or tomorrow, here. right? Today or tomorrow, it starts in Dallas. I'll, I think it starts today at uh, the uh, what's her face K Bailey Hutchinson Center for the people. It's the K Bailey Hutchinson or uh, uh, Hutchison Irving Convention Center. I don't know. It's a mile from here, Jeffy, and it no, actually uh, this, that, that ugly thing is the K Bailey Hutchinson thing. Get out! Mm-hmm. Seriously, that's what it is? And it starts... I, I'm, not, I'm not being funny now. That's actually... That is the actual K. Bailey Hudson thing. I'm pretty sure. Because I, I thought that was something else. I don't know. God, does it matter? It, it does now. When it the sure show is does over, now. it starts. I don't care. I want a picture of it. I want to show it. Look at this thing. They are building all around... Sarah, you have to find a picture of the K. Bailey Hutchinson. No, you don't. Center. Yes, you do. No, I'm going to find it. Yes, you do. I'm gonna, she can put it on the. T- I don't know if you know this, but her machines hooked to the TV cameras, and then people watching on Blaze TV can see it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to turn your computer on. Okay. People can't see your bad TV. Bad TV. But that seriously, that is the, that ugly thing. Which I and I, actually, I shouldn't say ugly thing. It's kind of it's ugly. artsy, no, it's artsy ugly. kind of thing. It's ugly. 
but they're building all around it. They've built they've built the new performance center over there. So you want a picture where it shows all the nice stuff around it and how ugly it is. I, well, Not right now that. I want a picture. I want to make sure that that's actually the same building we're talking about. Because mm-hmm. I can't believe that that's the K. Bailey Hutchinson. I swear to God, I thought that was another building. I am, I'm in shock right now. I swear to you that I thought that this was This really building. matters to you. I, it really does. Okay, so the NRA is having their their get-together. And if it's right over here, I'm even more scared, to be honest with you. I didn't realize it was that close. But they're having their big get-together, and people are all wound up. That, I think it's different. Trump and Pence I don't think it's are going to be here. There's no way that's Kay Bailey, right? I don't know. Does Come it, on. You're we, looking it up. You know, I, you know I'm right, and you're not showing me. No, I don't know that you're right. You know I'm right. That That's not Kay Bailey, the building that you're telling me yeah, is. Yeah, I don't think it is, though. The artsy-fartsy one yeah, over here I think here that one's in down Irving. in Dallas. Hey, uh, thank the, you. Okay, so the last three minutes of um, convention I hall talk. Want, I don't care. I still want the picture. I don't care. I still want the picture of of the Irving Convention Center, and I want to uh. know what it's called, other than the Irving Convention Center. So I wanted to. Now I don't have time to play. I wanted to play you the NR. And the whose NRA fault is that, TV. Jeffy? Whose fault? Yours. Be? Oh, it'd be my fault. You're stretching out the thing. You should have just shown me, sent him the picture to put on the air. And Sarah hasn't even showed the picture yet on the air. All I want to do is see the Urban Convention Center, and then I want to see the K. Bailey Hutchinson Center, so I know that they're either the same or different buildings. That's all I asked for. That's it. That's all I asked for. Did I see them yet? No. No, I didn't. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. I kind of returns. I wish he, he kind of returns. He'll Please be return. back maybe tomorrow. Uh, you know, we'll see how he's doing. He he uh, came through with the flying colors yesterday, but he needed another day to rest. So you know, he'll be here tomorrow. We're going to give him, give him another rest. Be. So anyway, we want to No one here. says you have to be here when I'm yes, here. Yes, yes, it works. Not one person yes. in America. Yes, Not one works. person has ever said, including myself, yes. that you have to be here when oh, I'm here. God. I can put my hat on now. I can go ahead and get all my stuff. Oh, my scissors are still here, though. So. I'll make sure they stay right there. Okay. I promise I won't use those scissors. Are you, are you ready for some tweets, please? Yes or no? I thought you were going. Okay. <laughs> are those tweets to uh, a Pat Unleashed? Or? I don't, I don't Cause know. I, I, they're or, on my screen, dude. Remember, you said you don't care what what's on my uh, in my account. Here? That's a good point. You go ahead, okay. and read them. Bubba from Bunyan Hill. <laughs> I feel for you, Keith. Yeah, thank you. Oh. You're kind, Bubba. Well, no problem. Appreciate uh, it, oh, Bubba. Oh, Gordon Michael Porter says Jeffy is using this tactic that he doesn't want to read tweets to hide the fact that he can't read. Oh, ha, ha, it could possibly ha, ha. Oh, be. The, I've read it before. That's funny. Go ahead. Build up of drugs. In your system. Well, that's possible. Could be that you're just does overweight. Affect, it doesn't affect hearing and okay. vision. But uh, after, Aww, after years of use. Susan Chandler just urging patience for me. That's kind. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Right. Uh, oh, here's a good one here. Patient, you... Keith needs patience. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's absolutely yeah, I, true. I think we need to turn that around. 
Oh wait. Other people need Keith. patience because of Keith. But you know, but but I digress. Go ahead. Uh, fidgety widget. There's a flaw in Jeffy's toll road plan. If you make the lanes any more narrow, won't he be unable to use them as well? Uh, okay. Well, first of all, let's back up for just a second. All right. Hmm. The make the lanes beep, smaller beep, was beep. not a Jeffy up, plan. Right? Oh. That was a Keith plan. No, I'm an and entrance. It was a Keith plan <laughs> for the entrance, not the entire lane. Okay. So the joke should be, well, could Jeffy get on then if the entrance was smaller? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to do it, let's do it right. Okay. Let's set it up right. But I got your little fat joke. Ha, ha, ha. It's funny. Next. Eh, we'll just leave it there. Oh, we're going to end up the fat joke. Yeah, I mean. All good. Yeah, we're, we're good. 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 Uh, what else is in the stack, Jeffy? I have I, this, this, this stack is actually seems to be growing on me today. Let me turn around. There's more more to it. Uh, school is to hand. This is good news. This is good news, and I mean really good news for those of you that are concerned about, you know how your kids dress, and you you get them off to prom, and you say, oh, you know, look at little Billy with his with his with his nice little suit on or his tuxedo and there's Jenny with she really she's not gonna wear that low cut dress is she um okay well if she's gonna wear that low cut dress and we're gonna see we're gonna have to see her cleavage we can take a picture at home but thank god once she gets to school they're gonna have ponchos for her to wear to cover herself up wait what uh school's gonna hand out modesty ponchos (laughs) for the teens dressed uh inappropriately for prom. I'm glad the school, and, and this is what I, I want the school to tell me when my kid is dressed inappropriately, because they've done such a good job so far, uh, saying that teachers can't wear T-shirts, uh, girls have to, are you wearing a bra? Are you wearing a bra? You're not wearing a bra? No? I mean, if that school that asked that girl not long ago that she had to go home and put another T-shirt on or put a bra on because she wasn't wearing a bra uh, had these modesty ponchos, they could have just given her one of those. Here's a modesty poncho, honey. Wear it to school. I mean, why not just make it that their uniform? Everybody wears the modesty ponchos. In fact, the schools should get a contract with Moomoo's by Jeffy, and all students should wear Moomoo's. I'll make all the Moomoo's look the same so there's a uniform. Ain't going to be the schools. That's our school uniform. Momos by Jeffy. I am a fan of that idea. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be putting, we're going to be sending out, uh, sending out uh, requests to public school systems across America. Your uniforms should not be uh, white shirts and blue shorts and poncho, modesty ponchos. That should be Momos. Okay. Everyone should wear moomoo's because we can still, if you, even with the modesty poncho or the shorts and the white shirt and maybe the checkered skirt and the white blouse, like a Jeffy pants, scam. It, uh, you can tell if people are, you know, <clears throat> a little chunky. They can make fun of kids that are a little overweight, teasing. Whoa, whoa! Bullying, I would never do that personally. Bullying, that kind of thing. With the moomoo's, you're not able to do that. Oh. So everyone looks the same. It's exactly what we need. Right? You see Handmaid's Tale? Everybody uh, looks the same. No. Same route, same route, same thing. Really? Only they're just moo-moos by Jeffy. Now, I'll give them a deal. You know, bulk, bulk sale price. We'll work out a deal. Come on now. 
At the same time, we have a school saying, and not a school, let me rephrase that. At the same time that we have schools saying that uh, they're going to have modesty ponchos available if we find attire inappropriate. Uh, People online are giving this girl a hard time for wearing a traditional Chinese dress to prom. Uh, And why would you say that? Why would they give her such a hard time? Because it's cultural appropriation. Look at that picture. I can barely, I don't want to put it up on screen too long because it's, it's so, it's so hideous. And so (laughs) it's so against uh, what we believe in here. Uh, Because this is, this is this girl being appropriating culture that is not hers. Okay. It is not hers. And she got killed on social media. But I will say that she uh, she stood up to the fire, and I wish some people mm-hmm. uh, would be more like her, uh, saying, uh, look, uh, I like the dress, and uh, it wasn't uh, posted, and uh, tough. Get over but, it. But think of our society. It's really summed up right here. Who first started complaining about that? I guarantee it wasn't one of her friends. I guarantee it wasn't somebody she knows. And somebody nope. just stumbled upon it. It was like, oh, we got to make a big deal about this. Yep. Otherwise... No one would have been harmed in the wearing Absolutely. of that prom dress. Stop Absolutely. looking for ways to be offended. Oh, shut and, up. And, Go and away. We do. It doesn't matter what it is, man. We definitely look for ways to be offended. And that's one of the things that uh, you find. You know, there are times. Bill Maher. I, I want to really like Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. But I'm at the kind of like Bill Maher stage. You're just like over the friends years. or something? Well, you know, Bill like, and I talk a little bit off and on. Like a poker bar more than anything. That's what we are now. Yeah, we're but poker I want to be more. <laughs> I want to be, I want Bill to let me in and share more. Mm-hmm. But there are times when you think, no, Bill, that's, no, no, honey, no. That's Had a few not, too many. Bill. That's wrong. Don't, don't say that. Oh, there he goes. You shouldn't have said that. But then there are times. I like this particular time when he's talking to, uh, who was once our very own Amy Holmes. Oh, yeah. Uh, who was just here not long ago. We saw her. Was so, uh, I mean, it was really good to see Amy Holmes again. Uh, she was it, in the building? It brought back a lot of memories uh, when she was here. Yeah, because we I see her every day in New York when mm-hmm. we worked in New York. Yes, she was here. Wow. Uh, she filmed uh, Glenn for one of the new PBS special that she's got Bill Maher on here. Okay. Um, they were here for the day. and. This is her new PBS show, but she's talking to Bill Maher, and and her and her partner in crime is talking to Bill Maher. And what Bill Maher says, you want to just hug him. Let's hear it. And I and I certainly have made it my business in my life to never have to be around or in any way interact with a child, but I do see them <laughs> on television. <laughs> I do see children on television and in movies, uh, and the portrayal. That's how I learn them, about them. They as can't well. all. <laughs> exactly, and the and the portrayal about them of them in movies and TV can't they can't all be lying about what kids, especially upper middle class white kids, are like, and they're monsters, and the parents let them be monsters, and they say words that I can't even say now on on PBS back to their own parents. Mm-hmm. If I ever said a word like that to my parents, especially in a derogatory manner, uh, we I would not be here today. To Ooh, forget to it. You. Forget uh, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, th- I th- really think that's where it begins. When you grow up in a home 
where you're allowed to talk back to your parents like that, where they treat you like you are just shorter, <laughs> not any dumber. Uh, you don't have any growing to do or learning. You're, you're just a, a littler person, but that's all the difference there is. Always negotiating with them. Um, never, I, I think uh, Jordan Peterson says, never let your kids do something to you uh, that you don't like them for. Uh, I think parents forgot about that. And so, you know, you take that kid who says, you know, blank you, mom, when the mom says something they don't like, and then that kid is on campus. Of course, that's the kid who's going to be screaming at their professors uh, because the professor, you know, that that video that went on at Yale where the, the professor's wife was just passing around a letter that said, let's chill out a little on the Halloween costumes this year. Oh, my God. Trigger warning. Safe space. Microaggression. My head is exploding. I I mean, I'm not a Marine or anything, but I don't know how this generation got so fragile. That's what it is. They're so fragile. A few weeks ago, I called them emotional hemophiliacs. That's what they are. (laughs) It's like we all have to wrap ourselves in this bubble wrap or, or wrap them in it so that nothing ever touches them that upsets them in any way. And the rest of us have to lead our lives so we don't say anything that might be offensive to them. It's madness, and it's got to stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good stuff. Again, that's when I just want to hug him. Yeah. He wants to know just how did they get him. to be so fragile? Well, seriously, Bill. I know. You're a progressive. You should know how you enabled that generation to become so but some fragile. Of that was, some of that really wasn't him. Okay. Right? I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying, but mm-hmm. a lot of... That's why I'm torn between. That's why That's why he's still just a poker buddy. Poker buddy. Um, yeah, I, I got a text from Pat during uh, during that clip, by the way. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Was he watching the clip? No. Nah, he's not watching this god-awful show. No. <laughs> he just wants us to know that he's better. And um, he will see us, ready now, on the morrow. I won't tell you what I said in response, Jeffy. I'm just telling you that uh, so you he's feeling better. You want to go home and get cleaned up and come back tomorrow? Or? Cleaned up? Do I smell? I I'm just I saying, you, you know. Anyway, so good news, everyone. Um, Pat will be back tomorrow. Uh, and I believe that's what I've told them. Mm-hmm. Well, we were hopeful, but now it's a definite, and I just wanted everyone to have that comforting fact in their minds. So that's why I shared it. Again, I won't tell you what I said in response, but... uh, Oh, come back today if you can. That'd be great. Thank you. (laughs) Debbie's already kicked me out, but I haven't left yet. Pat, I'll fund a dialysis machine for this room if you'll come back today. Yeah, that's what I said. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) So Glenn and Tanya started real estate agents I trust because, uh, well, they were personally frustrated selling their home, duh. And Glenn looked and said, there's got to be a better way. And most people have a very bad experience because they hire, you know, Billy the cousin or, uh, you know, Fred the friend of the wife. And they're all forced on you and they're just too nice to say no. That usually ends very, very badly for all involved. Because, as you know, the home is usually the biggest investment we make in our lives. You need to have a rock-solid advice from people you trust. So if you screw up buying or selling a home, it impacts you for many years to come. Real Estate Agents I Trust, network of over 1,200 agents all over America that are qualified by Glenn's team. 
their experience, their marketing plans, their character, and the results they get for their clients are the barometers that the team uses to ensure the network is made up of only the best agents in America. Real estate agents I trust. One of the other really kind of cool things is that they're fans of the show. So they have uh, Glenn's values. They have your values. So if you need to sell your house fast and for the most money, or if you're looking to buy a house, go to Real Estate Agents I Trust, and you'll be introduced to the best agent in your town. Let our agents earn your business today. Get moving with realestateagentsitrust.com. realestateagentsitrust.com. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network. Ray is here. All right, we've got, uh, I think we have time for my, for my, my, my story of, of internet, uh, internet heroes is what I like to call them. They're internet heroes is what they are. Uh, so this man, uh, well, I, I mean, the, the man who wrote this story, uh, Stefan Armitage, uh, I'll just read the first couple of paragraphs of his article on this story. In the last 365 days, I feel I've accomplished quite a lot. I bought a new car. I got engaged, had a few vacations. So all in all, I'd say it's been an eventful and successful year. However, this man has spent the past year gluing together 42,000 matches and lighting them in a glorious ball of fire. And I'm not even lying when I say he had a much better year. (laughs) This guy is an internet hero. Now, before I have the video for you, I know, you're welcome. I know, I got it. The video goes through a brief history of him putting the sphere together. And the whole story, and I'll tweet it out, Mm -hmm. it's fantastic. Will you tag uh, tag it? No, I will not. Put that in your No, I will not. No, I will not. It will just be on my Jeffy Amari account. I'm not tagging any of you people. Team player. Not today, okay? All right. I'm going to hashtag burn. Fire. <laughs> whatever. If you want, if it'll make you feel better, okay, I'll, I'll hashtag put that in your, what is it? Really? Put that in your pipe. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's oh, what it okay. is. He talked about trying to figure out uh, how many, he started the project. I was interested trying to figure out approximately how many matches I would need. I was buying them boxes of 300 from my grocery store. And uh, I'm sure they thought I was crazy. And, uh, I was playing around with some software uh, to get a sense of, you know, what this match sphere would ultimately become. Because he, he was just sitting there and he's like, you know, I wonder what would happen if I started gluing them together and never stopped. I, I bet you it would just be a, a giant sphere, right? And uh, so it took about 10 months. Ooh. And it was around $500. And he goes on to figure out and to let us know that matches are not the same length. They're not the same angle. Um, he was planning on needing some uh, some a lot more 
matches. I'm trying to find the actual part of how many. He was thinking that he needed uh, a lot more matches than what he ended up needing. And when you look at uh, the video goes through him making it, and it, it, in my head I pictured it to be larger than it turned out to be, which is why, you know, uh, it's only, you know, 42,000 matches. <laughs> How much a, glue did he end up with his, on his hands? He used, the, you know? he used the hot glue, and he figured out he, he figured out that he could glue more than one together at a time. So arthritis now going, from doing yes. this? I mean, seriously. And uh, he shows all the matches laid out, and he kept all the boxes. And uh, it was so good that he, he, at the one picture he talks about uh, how he was almost done. And uh, it was he was so happy and he was so enthralled. He was ready to go. And then he reached a point of. Oh, my God, I'm not even close to being done with this thing and I've got to continue. I can't take it. But he continued on. He persevered. That's the kind of hero that he is. He, uh, he realized that uh, aligning the matches so the heads were all sitting in the same direction, uh, he could glue it much faster. He could do about seven at a time with hot glue uh, to the globe. So, uh, you know, it's fascinating how he worked through. Finally, you know, as you get about halfway done, you realize there's a good way to do it, right? Yeah, change the shape and just say, yeah, call it done. <laughs> right. You don't know, you know want It's half a coconut. But he ended up doing the entire sphere. When you look at the how you know where he was, he has pictures of it as throughout the process, and uh, then it shows him uh, carrying it out to light it. And that's what I realized. Oh, I thought it was going to be a lot bigger. Man, he let me down. But he didn't. He's a internet hero. So let's let's play the video. Here we go. So good. Um, as he's he's giving you a little update on how he glues the matches together. He wanted everyone to know exactly how he did it. And uh, he keeps bringing them together in his fear. This is where he, the calculation that he had from the one program kept crashing because he, there wasn't a program that showed you how to use matches to build a sphere that you wanted to burn on fire no? at the end. Yeah, I know. Oh, there's a market for that. we got to get on You that. can bet that there is now because he, he actually put together a couple of programs that helped him finish up. And see, now that looks so big. It looks like this huge sphere, like this open, co- halfway through, it's, it's just a coconut cut in half. Wow. Look at this. That's pretty cool. And he lights them all on oh, fire. Oh, good! At the right same up against the forest. Time. Oh, right, right in front of the oh, forest. Oh, it's winter time. Uh-huh. They're fine. Yeah. No, nothing burns in the winter. Look, just matches. And the whole it is so cool. I mean, halfway through, as it's almost they're all burning. It's almost looks like that's cool. The sun. Yeah, but I'm hung up on nothing burns in the winter. Nothing burns in the winter. Stop. Oh, okay. Uh, that's it. It's pretty cool. Uh, those of you listening on the Blaze Radio, uh, dude, don't even think about it's it. It's really cool. If, if, if those of you listening on the radio, go to my Twitter account uh-huh. in a little while, and uh, <laughs> I'll tweet it out. For it, you. it looks like the sun. It man. does it's look burning. like burning. Oh, that's very cool. It's really cool. <laughs> and uh, he's got it up on a stick, and it's out in the yard. Those trees. It's an optical illusion. The trees are not as close as you think. Well, it doesn't matter because nothing burns in the winter. Thank you. The, only those matches burn in the winter. As that's we it. Learned. But that is such a cool thing. And that's sure exactly is. my point of you take the most mundane thing that you can think of that takes forever. And an example like, I, that's genius. I wish I would have done it. I don't, know, I don't know that I would have taken a full 10 months 
I think about after a day or so, you're like, oh. Yeah, I would say. And this is going to take a lot longer than I thought. And I'm going to speak for you <laughs> and me. Our attention span is not. Uh, it's going to take a lot longer than I thought. In fact, I don't even know what my sentence was going to be. I've lost interest yeah. in it. So. I mean, you're at the point where you get the box of matches and you do the one box and you realize, ooh. Am I on crack? Man, why, why am, am I, I doing this? What am I doing? I mean, there's, I've got. I got Deadwood to finish on HBO, man. What are you doing? I still got a couple of, I got a season left of Deadwood. I got, uh, I got some new Amazon programming to watch. I got food to eat. I don't have time for this. You know who would love to do this is my son. <laughs> <laughs> he could do this. What are you doing? You know right what, there? You, what are you doing right now? <laughs> what you should do is glue. Let me show you how you do it. You glue, but take these matches, okay, and you glue them together. Okay, and it's cool. going to make a giant ball, and then we'll burn them. Cool. And we'll film it. You film it all. Yeah. So it's really cool. So we can get a lot of hits on okay. YouTube. And then I'll take credit for it. So go. Okay. I'll be in the back room. Five minutes later, and, uh, kid yeah, comes dad, back. Five minutes later. Hey, Dad. This isn't uh, fun at all. You know what happened? I accidentally lit the matches on fire and I burned the house down. Sorry, it's on fire. Man, I wish we lived where it was winter. Nothing burns in the winter. I believe that's a fact. Hashtag fact. nothing burns in the winter. Little, little known fact. Little, nothing burns in the winter. Everybody knows that. I mean, it's a little... It, it, while I say it's a little known fact, and yet everybody knows it. Well, they do now. So it's clear. Nothing burns in the winter. In fact, I'm pretty sure, and I could be wrong on this, and I know I, I could be wrong, but I think that places where it becomes winter and it snows, they close down fire departments. Wow. Save some money, huh? nothing burns. Taxpayer dollars. Nothing burns. That's good. That's good. I could be wrong. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, so uh, welcome back. Hour number three of uh, Pat Gray Unleashed. I mean, I don't know. Your mouth's full. You're standing up. Crumbs falling everywhere. I'm just trying to help you out here and buy you a little time if you want to go ahead and masticate over there. Okay. So, um, what do you got in the stack there? I mean, you, you want to start off with... Uh, you buy me time and you ask me a question? Well, I, I figured at some point... Son, give me that flat earth story. If you really want me to commandeer this program, give me the flat earth story right now. I hate it when daddy and daddy fight. <laughs> That's a new thing. Now. That is a new thing. <laughs> leave. All right. So I love this. There's a growing number of Keeps people. threatening leaving. And I remember as a kid when <laughs> my mom says, and dad leaving. used to fight. And, uh, my Do you want the story? My mom would threaten to leave, but she never did. Keith is like my mom. He <laughs> never leaves. Brad, now you do understand why I invited you in here. You're a sucker. Congratulations. <laughs> so Keith really wants me to do this uh, flat earth story. Uh, there's a growing number. I'm staying for this. I thought you threw it. I'm leaving after this story. Oh, okay, yep. good. <laughs> wow, there's a lot of people that believe in the flat earth theory. All right, that's the end of that story. <laughs> <laughs> but it gets better. Yeah. 
These same people also insist that Australia is actually just one big hoax. Uh, Okay. According to the Facebook rant, uh, the entire country and presumably the 24 million people that live there are completely fake. So why are we, and I know I watched some of the interviews from the Flat Earth uh, Gathering, um, and I don't know if it was this one. I know they had their big uh, Birmingham, England uh, gathering. Uh, the only the, This story says a couple hundred people came. The Flat Earth Gathering I saw was more than 200 people. And it was, they were, there were a lot of people there. And I get the whole idea of thinking that, you know, the Earth is flat and the sun is, you know, 37 miles away from us or whatever the deal is. But I don't quite understand the... And you know what? That continent is not real that a, a lot of people have been to. That continent is not real. So I don't quite understand that. What do they but, think um, it is then? Where did, where well, did the origin of fake from? Australia started in 2017, written by Shelley Floride, Floride F-L-O-R-Y-D. Um, but it appears to be uh, back. In the <laughs> the way the article is written, it appears to be back in the minds of the spherically challenged at the moment. Um, it's a hoax made us made up for us to believe that Britain moved over their criminals to some place. In reality, is this is this Kanye? <laughs> it's a hoax made us to believe that Britain moved over their criminals to some place. In reality, all these criminals were loaded off the ships into the waters, drowning before you could see land ever again. Wait a minute, so they're it's a cover they're up. All dead? It's one of the greatest mass murders in history. So where did Olivia Newton John come from? Wow. Hilarious don't try to beat facts. Don't where did Crocodile no. First of all, Dundee I, I thought come you were from? preparing for a spot. I am, but you've here, you've okay? intrigued me. You've piqued my interest. Because I love Australian accents. You no. can't even control it. Nope. Why is it on? It's just I'm magic. So apparently, um, I, I don't know the answer to your question, so I'm just kind of. I want to know where Olivia passing. came from. Olivia came from there, okay, but not really. It's all a lie. She just says it. In fact, I got an email this very moment. This, this is absolutely true. I got an email this morning uh, from a man who uh, works with uh, works with us, uh, and he is in New York City, and he claims to be. He even has a little accent in his voice and everything. Claims to be from Australia. Well, and now I can tell him. Yeah. Liar. He's lying. Liar. Maybe it's tell like Westworld. Really Maybe it's like Westworld. I want to know where he's really from. In fact, we should call him. I got his number. They're all robots. I want to call him now. Call Clay. <laughs> Clay, we just found out that Australia is uh, <laughs> it's fake. So where are you really from? Why have you been lying to us? Who is it that believes this? That's really funny. The Flat Earthers. And didn't I see a study somewhere recently like 66% of millennials believe that the earth is flat? It was some weird... That's too high for that. I, well, that's what I thought, no too. There's no way I believe that. It was some weird... I believe, uh, you know, maybe 20%. If I even believe maybe 25 Maybe. Eve, okay, let's just go with but 25 even, That's way too, And that's way too high. That's scary. Yeah. But that's the same percentage of the kids that don't know how to read, you know, and they're, they're in their, you know, they don't know any math. They're just they're thrown out there. There's... You know, we're throwing a lot of people out into the world that are, um, how should I put it nicely, dumb. This is according to CBS. not ready to face the world. Um, a third of millennials aren't sure the earth is round. 30, wow, 33% though. That's still, that's more than 25. 
That can't be real. It's yeah, according be to because if you CBS, were to, if, I, if some guy at the street were to Pittsburgh. say, "Hey, do you believe the Earth is flat?" I would say yes. Well, yes, you would. That's why they don't ask you any questions. I, if I'm walking down the street, you believe yeah. the, oh, we're doing a survey. Is the Earth flat? Yes, it is. And let me tell you yes, why it. I think it is. I'm going to tell you something else. Australia, not here. Australia's fake. <laughs> all right, and I'll tell you why. And I'd go into the whole thing just because that's me. And I would expect my children to do the same. If my kids start answering truthfully, I'd ask them in the back of the head. People start asking them questions about stuff. Don't answer truthfully, these people. The cashier is nothing to you. Tell them a lie. Wow. <laughs> the national poll says 18, uh, 18 to 24-year-olds are the largest group in the country who refuse to accept the scientific facts of the world's shape. What have we done? How is that possible? What hath we wrought? How is that possible? I see that. I don't know. The Earth is flat. I mean, I I could be in on the whole moon landing being faked. I mean, I could be convinced. Oh. But. but, (laughs) I know the Earth landing is fake, dude. But the Earth is definitely round. Did you see the. The shadows <laughs> on that guy—it's like they're coming from, they're coming from light in the building, man. You don't get shadows like that on the moon. Another nine percent of young adults said they thought the planet was spherical, but had doubts about it. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. I get it. Wow. There's no way that. That stuff this good grows on a planet that's round, dude. Okay, there's no way it can only be flat. Overall, only 2% of the respondents said they always thought the Earth was flat without any doubt. Good grief. That is crazy. I really wish this was the good stuff I'm pretending right. it is. Yeah. Right now. It's not, though. <sighs> no, you're just... I know, so I can't believe it. Sad. Right. It's, it's sad. It's very right. sad. Well, you know, look. Good thing is, is that there, you know, nobody's having children. Good thing is, nobody's <laughs> having children. So that's good. One of the, uh, one of the other great, uh, oh, good news too. I want to get to. There's a couple stories here I want to get to before I get. I have robot stories to to have you go home tonight and think of these robot stories and think to yourself, you thought we were doomed because 33 percent millennials think the Earth is flat. All right, you thought we were doomed when they're having a couple hundred people get together. In Birmingham, England, and they're saying, "Yeah, the Earth is flat." And you know what, Australia—that's fake. Uh, There's not even there's not even anything called Australia, and (laughs) and the people that were sent there from England—they're dead. You know, they're dead. They all died. And so, the people that you know from that claim they're from Australia, (laughs) they're in on it. Okay, we'll make you think that. I mean, this robot stuff is—we're we're getting there. We're, I mean, we are getting to the times when, when it's uh, it's a little frightening. Getting but, there. Oh, I know. We're there. But a couple of a couple of good stories for you. You know, look, I want you to be happy. Right? So, a group of eighteen Republican lawmakers have signed their names to a letter that is formally nominating President Trump for a Nobel Peace Prize. Um, congratulations, President wow. Trump. And I actually don't necessarily disagree with that, um, but. Congratulations, good luck, and another good news. And this is what this is what this quick segment is. Just good news for you. Uh, Michelle Obama uh, is telling students that look, don't be worried. I'm your forever first lady. 
so good. Uh, this was this was college signing day in Philadelphia, uh, an event to celebrate students who chose to go to college. And you know there was probably, and, and not only uh, do you choose to go to college, but I'm sure there's a number of them out there that chose to go to college and probably couldn't make it. But we're not worried about those. But she's, you know, she's now she's actually calling herself forever first lady, like the forever stamp. I am a fan of. <laughs> Forever First Lady. Now, this is the fifth time she did this. Now, get this. Do you remember we're still in the White House? This year, guests, a college signing day in Philadelphia, stop it. Guests, De Niro, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, Zendaya. Oh, man. she What movie was she just in? Cabello, Camila Cabello, Rebel Wilson, Bradley Cooper. And, of course, they were all there with Forever First Lady. Why do they do that? Why can't they just act? Why can't they just go be actors? In her speech to students, uh, Forever First Lady acknowledged that attending college is an anxious time for all newcomers, especially for those who are the first in their families to pursue higher education. Um, Ask for help if you're feeling stressed tired or worried about money no one gets through college on their own and you have to get on campus right away and find your community and never be isolated and go to and make sure that your university has a cry room and a safe space and doesn't let anyone come on the university and talk about anything other than what you believe make sure that happens and make sure that at any time that you feel worried you you call me the forever first lady. Oh, wait, she didn't say that. No, she said find somebody else to help. <laughs> I just want the title. But yeah, I'm just here as yeah. forever first lady. And I'm just telling you how hard it is. And, and look, Rock and I know we would struggle paying off uh, mm-hmm. uh, college loans. Right. That's what they've said. Mm-hmm. They struggled paying off college I'm loans. I'm sure they did. And, and they may have. Not anymore. Well, <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. They may have struggled. Who knows? They might have. It's possible. You know, that college loan money is cheap money. And I'm not a finance expert, but I'm just saying it's cheap money. They loan it to you with cheap interest. Sure, but so it's still. all advisors will tell you that if you have a college loan that is 20 or 30 years mm-hmm. to pay back, don't pay it off early. Don't pay, just pay it. Mm-hmm. Okay, give them their monthly $10 a month or $12 a month or $20, whatever it is, because it's cheap money. But it's like a guillotine never hanging gonna, over your head. You're never going to get money that cheap again. So just let your money earn more for you than what paying off that will do. Yeah. That's what they'll tell you. The, the, but it's so, still nobody it's wants to money. have that debt hanging over their head. I mean, do you? well, you do, but you're different. But nobody else wants I'm to I'm trying have to that. help people financially. You're trying to make them feel good. All right. And I'm just telling you that it's better to keep that and pay it off monthly because you're never going to get money that cheap again. The mo- If you paid it off, whatever it is, 30000 40000 whatever mm-hmm. it is, you paid it off. All right. Now what? Now what? What are you going to do with the money, that, the $15 a month that you were paying the bill with? Starbucks? Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Why not just now? Now you're that money's doing nothing for you. 
But it's the it's the feeling of relief that you don't have that loan oh, anymore God. hanging over your head. Is there another way that a person could feel relief in life, <laughs> Brad? Well, it's funny you should ask. Because, you know, speaking of money, do you know the average person? Well, look hey. who's back in. Yeah, hey. It's, it's Keith. Welcome, welcome back. Just in time to hear how much the average person spends on spa treatments. and That's why I came back in, because uh-huh. I wanted to hear this. $1,800 a year. That's a lot of money. What? Yes. That's manicures, that's a, that's pedicures. A, that's something you should actually pay off. See? And my thought, my, my thought was this. If you're going to spend 1800 bucks a year on just stuff that like your fingernails and your toenails making them pretty, why wouldn't you take a little piece of that and spend it on your, your suppleness? You're absolutely right. There you go. I mean, right. you need to be supple. If you really want to be attractive, supple. you have to have supple parts. Oh. <laughs> even, even if it's the inside of your ear. Uh-huh. I mean, that, that kind of shines through. To feel good, one must feel good inside and, and out. out. Yes. It's almost <laughs> zen-like. So if you can, and if you want to be more attractive to the opposite sex. Which, by or the, the way, same sex. I mean, who Seriously. Who doesn't? Or the... Yeah, we're not judging. Or the whatever, the trilateral sex. Trilateral. Yeah, no. nice. Whatever it is. The animal. Whatever, whatever you want to be attractive to, they are going to find you more attractive if you have supple inner ears. Supple. Very supple. And the only way you can do that is by going to usewaxrx.com. Let's see. And because we know you have student loans to pay off, we've also arranged for free standard shipping. Yeah. So you see, it is with all of your financial needs in mind that we have created this deal for you. Uh, so nice. Isn't it? That's I mean, so nice we are, we're givers. We give until mm-hmm. it hurts. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't hurt if you have clean ears. That's the key. I mean, let's be honest. We need to, you need to feel better about yourself. Yes. Out yes. and, and in. in. Exactly. Supple ears are yours. Don't even no, don't don't try to Stop. decipher that, Keith. Stop it. Supple ears are yours. Clean ears are yours. If you go to usewaxrx.com and use promo code radio, that's my financial tip for the day. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, thank you. The earth is flat. So, what use usewaxrx.com? Yes, promo code radio. Pat. Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. On the Blaze Radio Network. It is the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride today. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can uh, tweet uh, at Pat Unleashed, at Jeffy MRA, at the Blaze Keith with the hashtag put that in your pipe. Thank you for uh, coming along for the ride today. And thank you for realizing that uh, and finding out that uh, you're not alone today in knowing that uh, there is no Australia. Uh, the earth is not round um, the uh, sphere of matches that you saw burning did not represent a planet at all. It just resemb- resembled a ball that bounces on the flat earth. Hmm. Uh, that's it. And we appreciate it. Okay. We appreciate it very much. Now, this story was given to me in, in hopes of a joke. But as I read it, <laughs> I think to myself, it's not really fun. 
No, it's I not. I can make all kinds of jokes with this. Okay, hold on. But let's try to go through this story that you've got in front of you without making any kind of wise I, 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 Think you. we can do this? I, I can. Okay. Scotland's top doctor has interviewed in the case of a teenager with a rare stomach condition, which has left her weighing less than 85 pounds. That's terrible. Caitlin White, 19, suffers from gastroparesis, a disorder which means her stomach muscles are partially paralyzed. Now, it means that she, the teenager, throws up more than 30 times a day. Can you imagine? She only survives on soups, gels, powders. She can also she spends eight hours a day receiving vitamin and mineral infusions. I mean, horrible. Yeah. There's got to be a way to. I mean, I hope that they can find something that can stop stop that from happening. It's like the hiccup girl. You know, every so often somebody turns up that can't stop hiccuping, and th- th- these types of things are something that is so horrible to get through the day. Yeah, uh, because of so many times. And that's acid that's coming up, man. That is. I know that cannot be good. No, for and it's esophagus. not good. You know how you feel when you throw up. Your whole body tenses up, and you know, you know the feeling. And you're doing that thirty times at least a day. Oof. Oof. Not good at all. Cannot imagine. And so, if you have a chance to uh, say a prayer for Kaylin White and her stomach muscles, uh, do so. Because I hope that she gets help. I hope that she gets a lot of help. You know, speaking of someone who should have gotten some help and didn't, and I thought that he did, Mm. was Avicii. You know, we got the news that Avicii died. Very sad. Why have I never heard of this guy until he died? I don't know. Seriously. I mean, I'm being serious. Were you familiar with him? Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love the... the, But I know his stuff. Have I heard it? You might might know the one song, The Wake Me Up, with uh, uh, What's-His-Face, yeah, Alo, Alo Black. I don't know Uh, that either. But, uh, because Alo was actually kind of pissed at Avicii in the beginning of that, Mm. because he didn't get any money for it. Okay. Avicii said, hey, I made this really cool video, and you can sing in it, and we're going to make a big hit and a lot of money, but you get nothing. Thanks. Goodbye. Uh, but he actually actually turned him into a star and got him to sell some mm. other stuff. So Alo has actually been benefited from it. I love the video of uh, Wake Me Up. It's Is fantastic. that it right there? Yes. Okay. Um, and I'm so mad. When we went to San Francisco, I'm so, I've teased my wife forever that I've, that I actually went to see him. Uh, when we went to San Francisco a few years back for the um, uh, the Hall of Fame breakfast, and Glenn, we were doing those interviews with the football, the Hall of Fame football players. We went to San Francisco for the Super Bowl pre-party and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, we did all those interviews. That Saturday, we were in, in California, in San Francisco, Avicii was playing there, mm. and I wanted to go so bad. And normally I would have said, hey, you know, I don't care. I do what I want, and my wife can screw off, and I'm just going to do what I want. Now, so this is, nor- this is what I normally would do, all right? But I didn't. I said, no, I'm not going to go see Avicii by myself. Amber wanted to, wants to see him. We'll go see him together. And Aww, we'll enjoy it. I know, you. I know. So I, I've, I started, after he dies, I get, I get this from Amber. I can't believe he didn't go. Are you freaking kidding me? Hmm. I can't believe you didn't go. Because she knows me. At the, normally, I would say, <laughs> I don't care if I yeah, want to go. She knows you. She <laughs> knows what kind of human being you are. And what a rare moment that you had just a thought of humanity towards your spouse. And then, Very oh my sad. gosh. I know. You didn't need to. And that's the time when I should that's have had it. That's the one time that you I got to stop listening to. to my nice side is what the deal is. 
ever again. But uh, wait a minute, you have one. Yeah, that's the breaking news. That's here. The, well, that was a couple years ago. Um, so anyway, he he dies, and, and he had a drinking problem, and he had some he- other health issues. But come to find out now that he actually killed himself. It was, it was just so sad that he ended up that he felt so bad and so horrible. This guy was rock solid talent, man. And it just he would go, and the problem is, is again, you know, the the you know the candle that burns the brightest burns the fastest, or something like that, whatever the saying is. But he, uh, you know, would just work and drink and party, you know, twenty hours a day, pass out for a couple hours, and go back at it again. And uh, you know, you can only do that for so long. And obviously, he was tired of doing it, so it's very sad. I was sad to sad that he died, and sad that he had to take that way out mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Um, very sad. Now, one of the other things that uh, here we go again, here we go again. Mm. All right. Uh, every so often, uh, we get new scares that mobile phones cause brain cancer. New evidence revealed rates of malignant type of tumors have doubled in the last two decades. Oh, no. Alarm, alarm, alarm. The new study published in the Journal of Public Health and Environment has stoked controversy among scientists, with some experts saying the disease could be caused by other factors. The research team said, wait, what? (laughs) Other factors? No. No, it can only be the cell phone. So they analyzed 79,241 malignant brain tumors over 21 years. And that's a thing in itself, right? 21 years, you've got 79,241 malignant brain tumors. And uh, this is in England. Now, they have increased from 1,250 a year in 1995 to just under 3,000. Wow. I mean, that's... So they've increased, but uh, don't worry, because the organizations that have done the studies and everything are just saying, whoa, 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 whoa. We need to uh, take a few more years until the data is sufficient to uh, make more robust conclusions. Uh, cell phones are relatively recent, so it couldn't really be known that they're actually causing all these tumors. So just be ready. You know, every so often, every two or three years, a new study will come out saying that uh, cell phones are bad. Don't put them up to your head. They're not even up to our head anymore. Who talks on their phone next to their ear? Nobody. Oh, maybe Keith does. I, I do, actually. <laughs> Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. In honor of uh, Montana Day, National <laughs> Celebrate Montana Day, uh, the shortest river in the United States is the Roe River, R-O-E River. Uh, it clocks in at a mere 201 feet long, yeah, about twice as long as the distance between uh, first and second base on a baseball diamond, and it is in Great Falls, Montana. So, uh... Just in honor of celebrating wait, Montana Day. Wait a minute. What is the definition of a river? Uh, a waterway surrounded by dirt. 
A large natural stream, you were close, of water <laughs> flowing in a channel to the sea, a lake, or another such stream. I think, I think that qualifies under the another such stream category. The mouth of the row flowing into the Missouri. Oh, wow. So you see this picture here. So flow, yeah, okay. So it flows into the Missouri. Huh. All right, so 200. Is that man-made? I mean, that's, that's interesting. What is the source? Like, does it bubble up from underneath the earth? You know, where it's several million degrees? And um, then... Yes. Okay. Yes, that's what happens. R-O-E? Tommy Rowe yes. River? Yes. Okay. All right. And, some- and just know that it's in, you know... Montana State a Park, a state park, so it's only open during daylight hours. So mm-hmm. you're going to be walking around the shortest river at night, okay? okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Now, let's see. Uh, there are shorter rivers elsewhere in the world, the Tamborasi River in Indonesia. Okay. And the Kavasalava. Yeah. Kavasalva. Kavasalva River in Norway, which both come in at just 65 Point six feet long. Oh, wow. I mean, the Roe River is like a giant compared to that. <laughs> oh, you could put ships on the Roe compared to the other two. <laughs> yeah, I just... I, anyway, I, congratulations. I want the source Montana of the Roe River. Um, water. Earth. I mean, oh my gosh. That's good. No, that's good. Thank you. I mean, there's probably, you know what? There's probably a waterfall somewhere. Pro- probably. <laughs> there we go. Jeffy facts. <laughs> Thank you. Probably. Look, all I know is I wanted to congratulate Montana yeah. on the shortest river in the U.S., okay? That's it. That's all I want to do. And I want to congratulate uh, Planned Parenthood uh, as, uh, look, you've had, a, you've had a good run. And uh, Cecile Richards is gone now. Have a nice day. Uh, President and CEO of Planned Parenthood, uh, Laura McQuaid. See if you can, uh, I don't think you're going to be able to hang. Uh, you never want to follow the, the king. Uh, Cecile was, uh, you know, top-notch evil for mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood, and she could pull it off. I don't know if Laura can. Good luck. God bless. But they had a big party for her. Uh, to say goodbye to Cecile in New, in New York. It was just wonderful. It was just so darn good. They have a big party. Everybody was there. There's so much fun. We had so much fun. We got to we got to party and drink and talk about how much fun we had killing our kids. Remember that time I got pregnant three times <laughs> when we were partying, making that movie. <laughs> you know, in Montana, we were filming that movie, and I got pregnant. Oh, there on the Row River. On the Row River. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I had to. Oh, Cecile, I had to. Oh man, I had to. You know, I had to murder you. Go to Planned Parenthood in Montana and have him pull the kid out. Remember that? <laughs> oh, it was such a fun party. That's uh, so good. Hey, tell you what, um, mind if I interject with some uh, more Roe River facts? Because um, previously, Oregon's D River was listed in Guinness World Book of Records. What's so. the source of the D River, uh, though? Right? 440 feet. So the title was contested in 1989 when Guinness named the Roe River as the world's shortest. But not to be deterred, the people of Lincoln City over in Oregon still pissed. submitted a new measure- measurement of the D River to Guinness. Of about 120 feet long nice. when marked at extreme high tide. Oh. At that time, Lincoln City's Chamber of Commerce described the row as, quote, a drainage ditch <laughs> surveyed for a school project, end quote. And then, so the city, so then Oregon fantastic. shoots back and the says. Battle of the shortest yeah. river in America. No, okay, so Montana then goes, oh, yeah? Well, guess what? The D is merely ocean water backup. 
<laughs> Hashtag put that in your pipe. Pointed out that there was an alternative fork uh, to the row, which was only 30 feet long, and suggested that a new survey be conducted. Guinness apparently never ruled on the dispute, leaving the claim by the row stand, but instead chose to no longer list a shortage river, possibly because of this ongoing dispute. Oh, wow. They just pulled it. (laughs) You guys fight amongst yourselves. Wow. So Montana and Oregon... That is a whoo, and Idaho's got to be right between according them. According to Apl- Atlas Obscura, <laughs> though, I mean, this is Atlas Obscura. You know, I mean, they're you got to believe them. I mean, I follow them on Twitter. Um, that uh, that still considered the shortest river. So, well, well, Roe was considered shortest when they pulled the plug, right? Yeah. So, technically, that's still true, right? Guinness just said we're not going to measure them anymore. But when they pulled the plug, Roe was the shortest. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like I tell you what, guys. Guys, it's cool. You guys just... Just fight it out. We're, we're, we're good here. We're not going to count the shortest river anymore, but Roe still counts as the shortest <laughs> river because they were the shortest river measured when we were done with this. Goodbye and have a nice day. A drainage ditch versus ocean water backup. That's really good. <laughs> There's also another fight for a Guinness record of uh, the largest ball of twine, I think. Oh, boy. I think there's two got to be constantly growing, right? I think there's one in Kansas and one in Wisconsin. And I think they're going back and forth with each other. Look, make sure that I'm right on where the biggest ball of twine is. Okay. Because there's, there's one. I think there's there's two that they battle back and forth on which one is the biggest. I, I, I Cocker City, Kansas. The one in Kansas. Yep. And isn't there one in Wisconsin though that still fights, uh, thinking they're the biggest or whatever fights with hey. Kansas one? Hang on. Ugh, I don't know. It might, might not be Wisconsin. Might be mm. one of the stupid. Dakotas. No, the heaviest ball of twine. Is in Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. That so one weighs, is, they do fight it out. The heaviest weighs, and the biggest. Comes in just under you. Uh, 19,336 pounds. Oh, yeah. So, it, I mean, but it, it can still move around yeah. if it's that one. <laughs> the other one's 17,4. So, yeah, the other one. Oh, wow. So, it's, tw- it's so, bigger. So, here we go. So, uh, oh, gosh, that's Minnesota. Good Lord. But these people have way too much going. Uh, nothing. <laughs> get a life. So, I how do you I love the ball. I love the twine fights. Go oh, you know it. what? Let's do the twine fight. No wonder Kansas has the the claim because they use 1.6 million feet of twine, okay. but it's tight because it's only 11 feet in diameter, whereas Minnesota oh. is 12 feet. But I guess it has less twine. That's not listed here. Um, but the Wisconsin one weighs the most. Uh, no, uh, Wisconsin weighs the most. Largest in diameter, Minnesota. Most twine for one, Kansas. Kansas. Uh, either way, the three of you need to just stop. That oh, wait. Oh, fantastic. I'm sorry. Hang on. And we have an asterisk. Uh, largest nylon twine ball is in Branson, Missouri. Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. 41.5 feet. Everybody's well, got cheating. their disclaimers. I always there's a, there's a Guinness Book of World Record that I always wanted to hold. <laughs> oh. And I mean, I'm still, I still, it still is doable. Mm-hmm. We could still do it. And, and I, I know you're afraid because you think it's going to be something that's, that's really weird, but I don't consider it to be weird, but I want to hold the record. And I hate to talk about this on the air because it's going to, somebody's going to steal it. I know, I know, but it's never going to get done from me. What I, I really tried to make this happen. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You can you can say that um, after any comment. Quite frankly, anything that would be accomplished, it's never going to be done by me. But continue, please. What what is it you would like why to, would you, to set you, a record um, with, Jeffy? 
I actually tried to get this done a few years back at a uh, spring training Yankees game in Tampa. That's close to. I just had we had. What I want to do is set the world record, and this will be. This will also set a. We'll get all kinds of coverage. We'll get. You'll get coverage. You'll get YouTube hits. Mm. You'll be. You'll be part of opening ceremonies across America forever. You want to have the night where everybody gets a whoopee cushion. <laughs> I like where this is going. Right? And you want to you want to set the world record for the most people sitting on a whoopee cushion at the same time. <laughs> now you can, oh, you got to get the whoopee cushion sponsored because you got to pay for them somehow. So you get you know Bill's Plumbing to sponsor the whoopee cushions. Mm-hmm. You give them out at the stadium. You fill the stadium. You make it a big radio station event mm-hmm. for you radio station people left. If there's any of you you know that still believe in promotions, here you go. You're welcome. Uh, and you make it a big radio station event. You're going to set the world record. I mean, ESPN will be there. The sport, the local stations will be there. The sports stations will be there. The teams will all be there. The teams will join in. And uh, you have everybody gets a whoopee cushion and sit down at the same time. And the record is really low. Like, if I'm not mistaken... The Guinness Book of World Records for the most people sitting on a whoopee cushion is like a couple hundred, hmm. two or three hundred people, which I think, I think, and I think it actually, as I'm talking about it out loud again, remembering the whole story, I think that the record is held by a bunch of Boy Scouts. So in today's world, everybody would be okay with you beating that record, right? Because they hate the Boy Scouts now, I guess so it'd so. be okay. Earlier, people still like. At the time, I wanted to do it. They still liked the Boy Scouts, so I was feeling bad about beating a a Boy Scouts record. But now, you're good. I mean, you, they want you to beat the Boy Scouts. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, the Scouts. There you go. And uh, that doesn't change yet. It's right. still Boy Scouts. Okay. And uh, anyway, and so you have like a spring training baseball game for maybe five thousand people. Nobody's beating that record. Nobody's beating that record. You have the you spot you get you get sponsored, you make what seven thousand whoopee cushions, pass them out to everybody. Five and ten, count down, count down. All sit at the same time. It'd be tremendous. It'd be tremendous footage. It'd be tremendous audio. You'd never hear the. I mean, it would be great, and you'd and you'd hold the record. Hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Huh? You get to keep talk the, talk uh... to me about it. twine battle. Yeah, I'm the I own the record for the most whoopee cushions set at the same time, pal. Huh. Okay, that's good. Go yeah, ahead. That's good. Go ahead. Say something. <clears throat> it's just, it's just, you know what? That's a dream I once had that will never come true. So wait, now you get to go home with the whoopee cushion if you participate. Yeah, so you're gonna have like the team's logo. Or are you gonna basically be sitting? Yeah, yeah, the team's logo and noises. whatever other company wants to sponsor. You have, you can have NASCAR whoopee cushion for all I care. Mm-hmm. Have eighteen sponsors on it for you. The in promotions in radio that used to be a thing where companies would sponsor promotions and they would do things like that. Anyway, cool. Let's, I know it's difficult to surmise that it. companies would actually do stuff like that, but you could go ahead and pitch it as a salesperson and you know give them ideas to promote their product. Anyway, this is just, just a side note. Side note on advertising. <laughs> You know, like so many Americans, I bet you have a gun in your house, don't you? I bet you do. When's the last time you fired it? That long ago? Really? 
And you had to go out and, you know, buy ammo and pull it out of the safe, and clean it up, and take it to the range, and buy some more ammo because you shot up all that ammo. And then you came home and put it away and you forgot about it because it was just, eh, it's, it's, it's too hard. Okay. You know what you need? I Target Pro. Love it. I Target Pro. It is the new home firearm training that is breaking the bank. iTarget Pro uses your actual gun, so you become proficient with your gun. You get to use your gun, and you actually get to use it in your home where you might possibly use it. Odds are that if you're going to use it, that's where you're going to use it. That's where you keep it. iTarget Pro. Now, it uses a smartphone and uh, it has an app that uses a laser in place of the bullet, and it detects exactly where your shots are landing. You put it all, put the put the app and the and the the target anywhere, and uh, practice your shooting. It's absolutely amazing and so much fun and good, uh, good training. You can still go to the range. You can still do all that, and in fact, you should. But this makes you that much better, and it's that much more fun to have the weapon and practice with it. Practice uh, where it matters most in your home. Right now, you can save 10% with the offer code PAT. 10% with the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. Save money, save time, take your skill to the next level. iTargetPro.com, offer code PAT, gets you 10% off. The letter iTargetPro.com. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. Pat Gray returns tomorrow on the Blaze Radio Network. That was Jeff Fisher filling in today. A few minutes left. Thank you for listening to the Blaze Radio Network. Of course, you got uh, you know Doc Thompson uh, in the morning, right into Glenn Beck, right into this show. And then uh, a little bit later this afternoon, after a replay of uh, Glenn's radio program this morning, you get to Buck Sexton. All spiking brand new programming here on the Blaze Radio Network. So there's no need to go anywhere. Monday through Friday, hello. Stay right there. Blaze Radio Network. Another place you should uh, hang out for a while is Mercury One. Uh, they've got uh, they've got so much going on right now, and uh, they're helping so many people and uh, educating so many others. Um, right now, uh, Mercury One is taking applications for their leadership training program. Uh, you can find out more uh, at mercuryone.org/ltp. Uh, uh, first session starts at the end of this month. Uh, second week, June 11th. Third week, uh, July 9th. So, if you want to be a part of it. Uh, go to uh, mercuryone.org slash LTP and uh, get there. Uh, figure out what's going on. There's going to be guest speakers. And uh, look, it costs you some money uh, for room and board. But you're here, and what you learn will pay off dividends in the end uh, so much more than you can imagine. So mercuryone.org slash LTP for the leadership training program. And, in fact, while you're there, you might as well, you know, go back and go to mercuryone.org and then just Bring in the new Slash Museum 2018 because uh, Friday, June 15th, June 16th, Saturday, and Sunday, June 17th, we're having a brand new Mercury Museum right here at the Mercury Studios. 
here in Irving, Texas, uh, titled Rights and Responsibilities. And uh, we're all going to be a part of it. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. If you've never been to one of the museums, you've missed out. And you don't want to miss out again. So mercuryone.org slash museums for uh, reservations and information. Uh, they give a phone number here for you to call, too, so I'll give you that, which is really strange. I mean, 972-499-4747. Some people need that. And I just gave it to them. Well, so just while well, you go to mercuryone.org, do a bunch of slashes. Do slash LTP, do slash museum 2018, and, uh, and, and just check it out. And do some information. Have fun. And you can. OUR Rescue is uh, working with Mercury One now, or Mercury One's working with them. I mean, those guys are absolute heroes, and they have uh, they have their movie uh, coming out this weekend. Sunday is the premiere, uh, so you can go there and find some more information about that as well. All right, this story has been uh, sitting in front of me the last couple of days, and I keep trying to get to it. Um, a lawsuit. Uh, a transgender patient. Uh, is a little upset. Mm. And I know you say to yourself, what? A transgender person upset? They don't seem like the people that would normally get upset. I know. I know what this one is. Uh, This one's upset because Medicaid won't cover the gender reassignment surgery. That's right, you heard me. Medicaid doesn't cover gender reassignment surgery. What have, kind of, have, have we discovered the only thing Medicaid doesn't cover? What kind of world are we living in? The horror. Horrific. Now, one of the things specifically is this is Wisconsin's Medicaid program. Mm-hmm. Okay? Ha! <laughs> yeah. So, the lawsuit uh, better is, is butching up. Okay? Uh, Sorry? Yeah. They're, they're going to make <laughs> Wisconsin do it. Oh, All right. boy. Yeah. You got it, buddy. Hmm. You don't even think about Wisconsin backing off of this. Uh, how about that Tenth Amendment? Ridiculous. How's that, how's that doing these days? Ridiculous. Both of them, uh, both of these plaintiffs, uh, Cody Flack and Sarah McKenzie. Flack, a 30-year-old transgender man, and McKenzie, a 41-year-old transgender woman. Both of them rely on federal benefits for their basic needs, including health care. Oh, that's special. It'd be tough. And, uh, uh, there's a, there's another place that provides health care, too. Uh a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of things called um, hmm? jobs mm-hmm. uh, w- uh, with uh, companies full time employment with benefits. Anyway, the uh, including healthcare, uh, they both have been diagnosed with gender dysphoria, meaning they have been diagnosed as having a gender identity that conflicts with their biological sex. I guess that also means that you can't work. When you have gender dysphoria, I guess that also means that you can't work and get a job and have insurance on your own so that we have to pay for it. Good luck, but you know that what's going to end up. You know that, right? I mean, you know that's going to end up having to be paid for. They're doing it in prisons. Other states are doing it. Other other insurances are being man, mandated to do it. You know Wisconsin's going to give in. They're going to give in, and they're going to have to provide it. And it's all going to be on you. It's absolutely agonizing. Don't worry, though, because robots will be here soon. Oh, goody. Don't you worry about it. Okay. Robots are going to be here soon. Now, not the bad ones. No. There's the good ones. Good. Like the bad ones, the killer robots, they've already, they've already decided they're not going to make those. 
Okay, they were at the <laughs> they were at the big uh, the big meeting on artificial intelligence and with uh, thirty different countries, and they were gonna they told they told this company, hey, hey, Korea's Advanced Institute of Science and Technology, if you start making developing lethal weapons from these robots, we're gonna boycott you. And they said, no, 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 we're not gonna do it. So we're safe. They're not going to be boycotted, and they're not going to make killer robots. You know why we have robots? Because they can do things faster and cheaper, and they can do just about anything that. Uh, That's what I hear. Anything that you want, you know. And we're already they're already among us. I mean, CBS just did a whole special on Japan. Uh, what they're doing in Japan, um, they need people. So uh, Japan <laughs> is <laughs> the last place on earth that needs robots running rampant in the bedrooms. Uh, they need people. <laughs> Right. right. That's exactly <laughs> right. But that's why through. they need the robots, because nobody is running rampant in the bedrooms. Uh, they've got, uh, they're all, <laughs> right now, they're, uh, the country has got uh, service jobs like hotel clerks, cleaning staff. Uh, they're already doing it at a specific hotel, the Henna Hotel. And if you're watching on Blaze TV, you'll get some of the pictures of the robots at this hotel. Uh, you get the friendly looking female robot, you get the talking dinosaur staff at the front desk. You get the automated window washers, the vacuum cleaners. Robots do everything from landscaping to carrying luggage to mixing uh, mixing <laughs> all kinds of drinks and everything that you need Whoa. at the hotel. Okay. It's absolutely amazing. Now we've got a good use here for robots. Oh, making drinks? Yeah, because oh, then, yeah. then they could. you make sure that the bartender doesn't short you on the alcohol content of your drink. It's oh, just pre-programmed. And look, look, it's all for the better because right now they're getting ready. Uh, the brain-like chips that they're developing are already beating the human brain in speed and efficiency. So that's good. Uh, look, uh, the move over deep. You need the neuromorphic computing is the next best thing in artificial intelligence. Say that, so, say that three times fast. Neuromorphic computing, neuromorphic computing, neuromorphic computing. Nice. I think you that qualifies. Congrats. I know. Now, listen, the idea is simple to fabricate a computer chip that mimics the brain at the hardware level. The data both processes stored within the chip in an analog matter. Each artificial synapse can accumulate and integrate small bits of information from multiple sources and fire only when it reaches a threshold, much like the biological counterpart. I don't have to tell you that no. more than once, do I? I don't know. Why'd, uh, you, why'd you go through that? easy. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.